Wakey, wakey, Iggy, biggy. Tis the Smart Coast Morning Show, blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. Oh, matin, tout le monde. No, uh, <laughs> good morning, everybody. It's Marty. I'm back from the continent. And I'm here joined by the the anchors, the new anchors of the, the podcast, Emily and Bill and wow, James. Wow, gets top billing. Well, Unbelievable. <laughs> I had to sit in that chair, read those tweets with this laptop, and Emily gets top billing after four Emily, shows? you did a great job. Very, uh, very good Marty, stuff. Marty, I did not miss you at all on any level. Can you turn his mic down just a bit? Yeah. Just like a lot? <laughs> like a ton? Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, thanks no for respect. listening in. If you want to join in the conversation, you know how to get a hold of us. We are at noonerpodcast at gmail.com and nooner Dan Marty on the Twitter. And good morning to Courtney, who's listening live today, as Woo-hoo. is Olivia yeah, and Yako and Mikhail and Lou and uh, everybody else. We'll, uh, so, yeah, join in. Uh, you guys did a great job, so thanks for... Did, for, you, did you listen? I listened last week. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah more than I did. Surprise guest came in. Oh, that was such a blast. James, well executed. Yes. yes. Well executed. I Surprise. had no idea that was happening. Uh, it was yeah. so fun. <laughs> um, yes, so for those of you who missed it, we had a surprise visit from uh, Dan Etheridge, who is shooting today the Veronica Mars Film. Yeah, it was really impressive because nice. he had very little sleep and he knew he wouldn't have a chance to be back on the show until December because of his production schedule and then leaving for the Carrie Diaries. And he really made a point of coming out. Um, yes, he, he is had gay. Like half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> he had like half an hour to spend. And he easily could have just slept in because he's, he's grinding it. But. I would have. Yes. Yeah. No, Emily well, we, know, give a shit. we know that about you, Emily. <laughs> We're getting to know you better. Um, and uh, yeah, so. Uh, Steve is also shooting today his crappy TV show that he doesn't like to talk about, so I don't know anything about it except that he he shits on everything he does, so I'm sure it's actually good. Um, what's been happening with you guys? Excellent. Good uh, to wow, hear. Departure from the format. All right. Let's get into uh, it. So <laughs> I can uh, tell you. I can answer the question. But no, no. We'll get back to it. So... Um, yeah, it was actually great listening to the last week's show. You guys had a great vibe and flow and, and none of my spasticity. So, uh, <laughs> we tried to start political. And, and no bitterness. What do you think? Uh, a little bitterness. You sure you listened to last week's show? I, Did you listen the, all the way to the end? Oh, no, I listened as soon as Dan left because... Yeah, oh, it went downhill after that. Oh, oh, my God, it went downhill. <laughs> it, it went super, <laughs> super downhill after that. What did you guys talk about? Uh, How we hate life, I think. There was a mail sack question that started out great and just ended up sparking, like, Emily wanting to leave L.A. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did listen to a little bit of that. Yeah. Yes. All of it. And that then, was uh, a little bit down. Yeah, but I was a little jet-lagged, so um, I, I kind of spaced out towards the end. But yeah, um, So did I. <laughs> yes. Um, and I also do want to have a, a moment of silence. There'll probably be plenty of those throughout our broadcast, actually. <laughs> oh, a deliberate moment of silence for James Gandolfini. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, you just spoiled the joke. No, that was the joke, is that I talked through the moment of silence. <laughs> oh, you fucking asshole. That's what I missed. Or didn't miss. Or didn't miss. Yes. Uh, so, yes, big... Uh, heartbreaking. Yeah, heartbreaking, yeah. yes. A bucket of sadness and loss. Uh, so, so sudden, unexpected, out of nowhere. Well, uh, he was a big fat man. He's heavy set, but he's, what was he, in his 50s still? 51. 51 That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Was it heart failure? Yes, he had a heart attack. And, uh, yeah, and, but apparently, you know, he, he lived 
I mean, jeez, Dom DeLuise was riding around in a shopping cart a lot longer than 51. He was twice the size of James Gandolfini. Yeah, but he died before he should have as well. Yeah, but not 51. Um, So everybody, uh, yeah, watch your weight. (laughs) That's a takeaway. You got a target on your back, you fat fucks. Yeah, that's... Oh, sorry. Uh, and also, you know, I, I do want to talk about the Supreme Court, but we're still waiting on the big decisions about gay marriage. But they did deliver a blow to the civil, uh, the Voting Rights Act today. When, uh, right, right, you guys? Yeah, I'm totally caught up in the news. Uh, I mean, it's more interesting to hear you say it, so I'll take the back seat on this one. <laughs> well, basically, the Voting Rights Act had uh, a provision in it that had federal um, oversight over the voting laws of in the in the seven or nine southern states mm. and uh, the Supreme Court struck that down because they said that over the past 50 years it's not the same landscape and the, they don't need the same amount of oversight but that's not necessarily true. I mean there's yeah. still a lot of uh, voting shenanigans that are going on James which is Crow. why... I'm sorry? James Crow laws? James Raven laws? Well it's a, it's oh. a more... It's a more refined, uh, a more refined version of. All right. Uh, uh, yes, a more refined of version of racism. Of racism. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you hold your pinky up when you call someone a Negro. <laughs> oh, Paula Dean, how Paula could, Dean. Oh, how you? Paula Dean, how could you? What were you thinking? Uh, well, uh, yeah, that's a. I mean, it's. <laughs> that's the shit you don't say out loud. I know. Yeah. Does anybody have a direct quote? No, it's the shit you don't say at all. Uh, wait, wasn't it something like? Uh, I, I want to have I a true southern plantation style wedding. Right. But then she and actually said, I, if I remember correctly, it's something like, she uh, used you know, the with, word. with, yes. with, with niggers, niggers in suits. They asked her, have you, have you ever like said that. the word nigger? And she said, of course. Yeah. And th- that, that's the oh, response weird. of just like. That just, in itself does not bother me. Really? Have I, you ever said the word nigger? Well, of course. Everyone has. Uh, yeah, well, the yeah. way she said it was that it was like. It, you know, it I'm was from the south, yeah, bitch. Right, <laughs> right, right. But but even even if even look, look I'm not I'm not forgiving her because I I rolled my eyes and was like, oh, that's, what a disaster. But uh, just imagine, because anytime you're you're reading these quotes out of context, you're not hearing the tone. Imagine you grew up in the south, and maybe you grew up racist, and maybe you're not anymore. And someone says, you ever used the N word? You're like, of course, yeah, I grew up in the south, and, yeah. and we all said it. I don't. I don't use it now, and I don't mean it now, and I regret it. But, you know, that's not what she said. That's but, not what she said. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly. all she had but to I say. But I don't want to jump too hard. Rap, though. Right. That was like, quite, it was quite a beat. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, uh, yeah, music guys, that thing, or uh, auto-tune that. <laughs> um, so, anyhow, that, that went on this week. Um, yeah, that's the end of that career. And uh, Well, she's, she's, she'll come back, I'm sure. I'm sure. Everything's pretty flexible these days when it comes to fucking up in media. Yeah, right. yeah but, you know... Yeah, she. We'll She'll see what the she. Next George Takei, not the George Takei, has ever really fucked up in media. She's going to be on the. the <laughs> he tomorrow. fucked up by not being in the media because he hired someone else to be him in the media. If you didn't know that that's what going was going on, I'm sorry, but you're a little bit naive. I like being naive, Emily. <laughs> what are you talking about? Great <laughs> comfort from my naivete. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's the ghostwriter for George Takei's Facebook page outed himself. What I thought oh. was a little disgusting was that he only got ten bucks per joke. And like oh. he gets a million, like over a million right. likes sometimes. And he only gets it's ten bucks. Takay, by the way. Did I say Takai? No, Bill did. Oh, for um, shame! You yeah. know. that Oriental Racist fellow who oh. sticks a dick Mother. in boys' butts. Oh, you. <laughs> uh, wait, is it bad that he has a, a joke writer? Somebody thought he would, it was. 
who cares? Uh, it's a little disappointing. Yeah, but, you know, his, his heart's in the right place. He's an actor. He's not a writer. His dick's not in the right place. Shit. <laughs> Sorry. That was my Paula Deen impression. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and are you guys aware with what's going on in Brazil right now? I'm not. World Cup fever. No, they, they've, they've been having daily protests. At one point, there were a million, over a million people in the streets protesting the rise in bus fares. Wow. Is this, is this, now, answer me this, because someone was telling me, and I can't remember which country it was. Is this where at night everyone is just like rattling pots and pans? As a show of solidarity, so all over the city you can just hear this like massive hum of rattling, and it's not necessarily like an outward, outspoken protest. It's just this is us showing support for the protesters. Is that Hungary or is that Brazil? Well, there's Turkey and Brazil. Those are the two places right. that are that are shit. Yeah. That's why I don't do politics. I know. Yeah. Uh, well, Hungary, Turkey, they're both food related, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I just didn't have breakfast. I'm sorry. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. And you didn't bring anything with you, did I mean, you? I have no snacks. It's going to oh, be a disaster. No. Oh, no. What, what about that, that big. That's just, there you go. There's a, a giant big box of muffins. <laughs> Chocolate chip muffins. Ah, I don't know if that's but the But here's the, the thing that I wanted to talk about. Um, and chime in if you have opinions about this. Uh, you educated we, people out there, not me and right. Bill. He's no, 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 no. Because I, <laughs> I don't are aware of the internet. I don't know a ton about this them. either. But this guy Snowden, you know, he's on the run right now. He sounds like a big douchebag. Uh, you know, he joined. He was really eloquent in his uh, in his exclusive interview about his reasons for doing what he did. Well, I think public opinion is shifting. That much I know. It's come out that he joined. Uh, he joined this contractor. Or he he got this job specifically to out the NSA. Uh, that's what he said in an okay. interview in Hong Kong. And uh, it's, you know, he's, he's made this very dramatic thing. And, uh, and he has exposed classified information. He had this, the security clearance, and he broke that clearance by right. outing, the, outing this stuff. So he's committed a crime right. of some sort. I don't necessarily think it's espionage or, or uh, Donald Trump was saying something about executing him or whatever. But he's, just, he's a douchebag. But... Um, the big, the bigger thing, other than Snowden, is the NSA is tracking our metadata for our, our cell phone calls, and and do you guys have an opinion about that? So basically, they are they have these big computers, then these nerds running these algorithms, studying uh, who we call, the frequency of what we call, and you know, as long as no one can find out how badly I want to call my ex girlfriend but haven't, I'm fine with the information being out there. <laughs> Oh, they, they record that. Oh, they, they have the angstometer. Hang him! <laughs> yeah, the angstometer's off the chart. <laughs> Must be Bill. <laughs> mm, uh, not very funny, so, do, are you worried about that sort of stuff? No. Why not? I'm generally not worried about um, much of anything political. <laughs> uh, I'm just personal. Personal. I don't have existential crisis over the government. Um, I'm not because I, I'm. As I think I said on this podcast before. I'm so freaking uninteresting that <laughs> I mean that I if if I didn't get lost in the millions and millions of records they must be compiling, then it's some that's a that's a lottery that I right. just don't think is going to happen. Right. Um, I did talk to a crazy the other day though, who gave me a new perspective. Hey on now, He's, on the street? He, he, no, right, right here in this room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Marty's ears are burning. It was actually it was actually a National Bourbon Day that I had this conversation. And every, day is, every day is every day is National day. Bourbon Day for Bell. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. We went out and had bourbon. It was magnificent. Thanks for the invite. What, yeah. what kind of bourbon do you like? I had Taylor. I had uh, I had ta- uh, neat Taylor bourbon. I four oh. roses, single batch. Ooh, look it up. Okay. 
smooth. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm sorry. We're getting um, off track. Crazy. He was, he was saying that the reason why it's a problem is because the government is keeping track of journalists and what they're what they're researching, and that if they <clears> find and who, that, what their sources and are, what their sources are, and if they're researching something that they don't want them to research, then they'll react by doing things like revoking their visa when they're in a different country and not letting them back in, right. and not letting them and that's, have a freedom of press. And that is uh, something that the Justice Department is doing. They they've been uh, they pulled a bunch of phone records of the Associated Press. Mm-hmm. And it, it is a, a chilling device because then uh, they now have the phone numbers of everybody who's, who they've called, the APS mm-hmm. called, so, and received calls from, so they can find out where leaks came from. And mm-hmm. that sort of you know shuts down the transparency of... Who leaked the new Kanye West album? <laughs> right, that's what they're really... <laughs> oh, that was Kanye. Yeah. Uh, was it Kanye? Yeah. Oh. Was it really? No, I don't. I, mean, no. I, be I would. <laughs> Have you listened to it? No, I didn't listen to any of the old Kanye West album. Oh, no, well, I, I forgot. It, it's it was made after 1977. Right. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I do enjoy the golden age of hip hop. Native Tongue Family, yes, Run DMC, Jam Master J. But yeah. uh, and I, and you know, anytime I hear Snoop and Dre, I'm like, oh, that is very good music that I don't relate to. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I haven't. Uh, I've actually been deliberately listening on Sirius uh, to some hip hop and some reggae just to try to expand it because I really. Yeah. I got Sirius Radio and I'm like, Little Steven's Underground Garage. Yeah. It's like listening to my iPod. And it's like, <laughs> I have an iPod <laughs> with all these songs <laughs> right. on it. Right. Yeah. So I'm trying to. I am, I am trying to expand it a little bit and been listening to a lot of classical as well, but that's just nice. a curb road rage. But um, uh, yeah. I so, did hip hop. I just don't know what that was. All right, all right. It's all right. not singing to me anyway. Like it's it's out on the web. Apparently, everyone's got it. So you can me. listen to it. Uh, but the the metadata is a problem. Also, it's separate from the journalist thing because metadata uh, because they can track your metadata. your behaviors, uh, just like Google tracks metadata based on what sites you visit to. <laughs> You're not having visit. as much fun saying it as you should. Because uh, I'm not saying it. Metadata. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Um, so, anyhow, it, it, it is a problem, but it's also a legal problem. So, like, they've been doing this since before 9-11, uh, tracking metadata stuff. Metadata. There we go. <laughs> and and uh, they actually, the Justice Department shut that part down and threw out, a, like, just, just, you know, piles and piles of... of Metadata, metadata. Uh, <laughs> that probably had some of the inf- or could have had some of the the uh, phone calls and of the the terrorist bombers. You know, mm. the, so that was could have been useful information. Could have been useful information, but they thought that it was inv- an invasion of privacy, which is protected in the in the Fourth Amendment. Right? right? Uh, is that right? Fourth Amendment, Un- uh, unlawful One search early and seizure. Ones. Yeah. Uh, so single digit uh, amendment. Mm. Anyhow, ni- after 9-11, Top the five. FISA, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, was expanded, so now they have even more power. Uh, and it keeps getting renewed, these parts of it. So the good thing about the Snowden thing is it brings it to light that this stuff is happening. It's legal. Yeah, and, it's now a conversation. Uh, right. And, you know, except with, uh, you know, uh, uh, James is a... Uh, I, honestly, I think this is uh, uh, the plot to a movie. This is like the net... That, Slash, uh, what was the other one I said? Oh, uh, one Bourne. With the helicopter. Jason Bourne. It's like, what if this guy figured out or found out uh, something, you know, really heinous 
about the gu- the government or a specific official or something, and he's being hunted down. He's, you know, I don't think so. I think no. what he did is he saw that this thing was happening, and it's rampant. You know, there, there are a million pe- yeah. contractors with uh, security clearance, or you know, hundreds of thousands, or whatever that it is. But there, yeah. you know, there are a lot of people with access to this stuff. Yeah. And the problem is when the wrong person gets access to it. You know, uh, how can they use it? For evil, and I think the you know the president's been pretty transparent about it. But, yeah, the powers for but, evil. Evil. Yeah. I will. I will find out what porn websites James has looked at. <laughs> yes. I am master metadata. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, I think if anything good comes out of it is that they just take a look at the Patriot Act, which was passed in a time of heated passion yeah. when, uh, and we gave up yeah. a lot of civil rights when, yeah. we, when we passed that. And apparently, you know, most Americans liked it. Right. Uh, anything to get them. Right. Get those. I was going to say rescues, but. Those <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Nazis. Herbs. Whatever. Uh, yes. I think, ta- I think towel heads is probably what. Right. Towel heads. Yes. Yeah. But definitely is what. Uh, uh, yeah, when, we were you in the service? In uh, no, you were out of the service. I was then, out right? by then, but yeah. I was there for the first for. Uh, oh, for Gulf War One. Gulf War One. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you Did you have a reaction after? Like when you you heard about the Patriot Act or after nine eleven? No, I was I was upset. I, I watched it live. I happened to be off from work that day, so I was watching Good Day LA, and it, I have to say it was not a good day that day. Right, <laughs> yeah, right. right. Um, and I, I, I'm watching this shit live, and and when the second plane hit, I watched the second plane hit live. And Me too. At that moment, I knew I, it was not an accident. That, that this was an, an intentional. You know, mm-hmm. whether I, it was terrorism or not, I didn't. I just knew that there, this was an intentional uh, act. You know, both I had of these so things. much trouble just digesting it, comprehending, like, comprehending it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was like, is this what? Is this serious? Are they promoing a movie? I mean, that's unfortunately when you live in L.A., you live in Southern California right. in L.A., Hollywood. You, well, just in you general, think, we, yeah. you know, we we see ex- giant, you know, Independence Day explosions, yeah. and there there it is, and on there the news. it is for real. And you're like, no fucking way, this yeah. can't really be happening. And and I, I have to say, yeah, I, my military uh, training and, and mind kind of kicked back in, and I was like, holy fuck, we're going to war. Yeah, we're um, at war. War came to war came to war us. came to us finally. Hell uh, came to Frogtown. Yeah. Well, the other thing about the, this NSA thing is that it's very easy. It's an easy thing for the government to do. They throw some money at it. They get some nerds doing it. Yeah. It, they get some computers just scanning this stuff, and it makes it look. Well, they are. They are ferreting out. You know, trying to find yeah. terrorist plots, and and it's a very efficient way to do it. There are no boots, boots on the ground. There's very little human error. Yeah. And it satisfies all these. You know, these uh, fears. Fears, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Allays fears. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I have very little to hide. But I do. I just don't me. want to tell you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, we'll hear Bill. about it soon enough. Yeah, soon enough. <laughs> uh, parcel out the information. Have you guys? Have you guys uh, caught up on your on your movies? I have not. I did not see any media when I was in, the I was in the France. I mean, I've been thinking about this more and more and more. As a kid, I constantly consumed comic books, television. I watched hours and hours. Of, I could talk about. In depth about any episode of the A Team, Riptide, Manimal, 
Mm-hmm. Auto Man. I mean, I could just go Muppet on babies. and on about all these. Which ones? Muppet Babies. Uh, yeah, a little <laughs> fruity. Um, but The Muppet <laughs> Show itself and yeah, Amadato sure. Chuck Bang Christmas. Uh, but, but comic books, television, movies. I, I would go to movies. Every birthday was, we're all going to movies. I'd go to movies every weekend. Um, and as an adult, now that... Shut up. As an adult, now, I'm a lot older than I look. As an adult, now that I'm actually in this field... I'm not reading that much, that many comic books. I'm reading mm. a novel here and there, mm-hmm. a lot of nonfiction. Listening to classical not, music, you classical. turned into a big oh, pansy. I'm an old man. You're just and just get angry <laughs> in the car, like. Um, and I don't know why. I don't know. It just seems like there isn't time. What is, what is yeah. with this Kanye hip-hop, hippity-hop nonsense? Yeah. What's wrong with Vivaldi? Apparently I've turned into the penguin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to say. <laughs> 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 it's hip-hop, see? Listen to this hippity-hop, see? Um, and now that I, I mean, I don't have a job, so it's not like I don't have time. Yeah, but I'm really problem. not t- ingesting that much media these days. I got in trouble with my comic book guy last week for not coming in and picking my comic books up enough. Do so you I'm, do an impression I'm, of your comic book guy? Uh, your actual comic book guy? Not. No, he's not really that. He's he doesn't really have that many distinct mannerisms. He's just covered in tattoos. Oh, oh, oh do that, do that. Yeah. That's oh, I, I'm feeling it. Bam. <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> oh, we missed it on the camera. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry, Radio Land. <laughs> By the way, if you do want to watch, we are streaming live the the tops of people's heads on UStream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes, DJM Master Live. I need a booster seat. <laughs> uh, so you guys are useless on the pop culture front. Then. Well, I just started. I just I, I'm up to date on on The Walking Dead. Oh, Boring. Nice. The, the Not the TV show. Oh. Comic books. The comic books. So I would I like you like to redact that. No, I know I did you didn't. Like we've the, had this conversation. They're and overwritten. I think we've firmly, they're overwritten. firmly established that you're wrong. They're overwritten. In every conversation we've had. <laughs> Look, that's the fence that we were at just before, moments ago, that we were at earlier, and now that means that we're in the same place. Yeah, I got it, because it's a picture of a fucking fence. Well, they have that to doesn't do need that. to be fucking... No, they don't. Yeah, uh, hey, show your audience some respect and trust my intelligence think... and ability to recall visual imagery in a comic book. I don't think that that's so much its problem in over. Writing. I think there's a little bit of like conversational, uh, emotional exposition overwriting. A in little bit. Yeah. There's these gorgeous panels, and I'm like trying to see past the the words, the, the conversation. I'll give you to that. Art. But it's still like, shut good. Up. Um, it needs to. Uh, I think it needs to come to a climactic end. Which I, I think everything that, needs to. You know. I mean, that, like yeah. the best. All right, thing, guys. I'll kill it myself. Ends, it <laughs> right. needs to be a climax. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Everybody should I turn. It needs to be a long, slow, dull. Burn. <laughs> right. <laughs> just slowly, they're all just zombies, and it's just like t- ten more, se- you know, years Everybody of them just like going around. They have indi- they're just indifferent to life. They just all wander out into a field and say, "Whatever." Oh, man, I forgot to eat. Uh, speaking of which, um, <laughs> speaking of which, uh, uh, Tyson mentioned John dies at the end. The Don Cascarelli film. I did start watching that. Paul Giamatti. Didn't care for it. I uh, I really enjoyed. The beginning, I like the I like the tone, I like the it's, the visuals. I at a certain point, it just seemed like that a new character kept getting added every ten minutes, who had a bunch of <laughs> shit he had to say. And, and I thought like, it was ah. I liked what it was trying to do. I just don't think it was as funny as it thought it was. Mm. Uh, I, like I didn't find it <laughs> funny. But anyhow, that's just me. Um, Yako, I watched uh, I watched for the first time Scott Pilgrim versus the World oh. for the first time. Yeah. Nice. So what you think? What'd you think? Um, I loved it. It's one of those movies uh, where I think it might not be the best movie ever. It's not the best movie ever. But I don't give no. a shit because it was so much fun. No, it was fun. a lot. It would have been better if 
what's your name had f- maybe four or five X's instead of seven yeah, X's. See, that's, that, that's, yeah. That was and an were, inherent problem when you do a countdown in a movie. And they, like the you just start, you're, you like, become impatient because you're right. Building. Like oh, the five more. Yeah. God, totally. my butt's starting to get sore. Yeah, they weren't boss level battles more. that it escalated. Yeah, it wasn't like, you know, like a, a pawn or cannon fodder and then moving all the way up to the big bat. Yeah, it was right. sort of like it went all over and like, right. like you know, the two twins at the end who gave a shit, yeah. right, frankly. Right, right. Um, and, uh, I was a little disappointed. I mean, this happens all the time. This happens all the time for both genders. But, like, the love interest is so much less interesting than the supporting character. Like, I couldn't bear it at the end when he wasn't, when he didn't end up with knives. Yeah. Who I oh, thought was awesome. so much cooler than Ramona. Cause, I mean, yeah, just, I liked Ramona. I well, she was, on like, good looking and interesting, but it was like, no, you I like got knives. to know knives. Yeah. You know, you got to see her I don't even remember who that foibles. is. <laughs> She's the cute little Chinese yeah, girl. Yeah, knives oh, uh, yeah, reminded yeah, me yeah. of Marty, so I really. Aww. Well, this was. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were going to hit the other button. Oh, you wanted me to give myself a... No, I thought you were going to hit the the Marty button. Oh, the Marty button. Never mind. Too late. Too late. Uh, Are you... Um, yeah, where the hell was that? That was perfect. But that's a great movie. I, I really enjoyed it. I yeah. thought it was so well directed. Edgar Wright? Oh, so Edgar Wright classy. is great. Edgar Wright him. is my man. Yeah, I love him. So I'm yeah. looking forward to uh, his end of the world movie, uh, which comes out in August. I've what heard is this yeah. is the end is a lot of fun. Um, yes. Yeah, let's, let's talk about see it. let's talk about trailers. Right. right. Now. <laughs> and like speak as if with authority. <laughs> um, I wanted to do a parody trailer of that of this is the end. Uh, and you know how it starts the trailer it starts with hey there's a big party at James Franco's house and then I wanted to cut I wanted to cut <laughs> to, to me place. like sitting on the couch by myself <laughs> eating Cheetos eating a smoking bong. a bong yeah, yeah. <laughs> masturbating nice. whatever you know right. <laughs> listlessly Yako um, uh, saw The uh, the Imposter a really uh, good documentary and I think Olivia um, what uh, it's it's about uh, it's a, I don't want to give it away one. it's I, I've mentioned it a few months ago. It's not about but, the Elvis Costello song, is it? No, it's about um, a kidnapped boy. I don't know that you get a whole documentary out of it, but it is a great song. Um, yes. What's that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, you just got me thinking about the song. Uh, it's the imposter. imposter. Yeah. It's so ska. It's about a kidnapped boy who... Uh, is found alive in uh, he was kidnapped in Texas and he's found alive in Spain ah. and uh, it's just it's just this crazy 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 story hmm. uh, and definitely worth walk- watching don't don't look into it just watch right, it just see it okay. and uh, yeah. I do love a good doc but mm-hmm. Tyson disagrees with you guys because uh, he says that Scott Pilgrim was a near perfect movie. Uh, I liked it. I, I liked it. I, I, I liked it. So in the original perfect. ending, Scott did end up with knives, says Darren uh, Houston. Really? Husted. Darren says husted. Uh, oh, I, in the original I, ending. You know. wait, wait, but is that how the comic book went? What went? He ended up with knives. I don't know. I. Uh, I don't think anybody read the comic book. Um, nerd cred. A friend of mine used to work for Oni Press. Does that did, count for anything? That's really cool. Yeah. T- tell us more. No, that's it. A friend of mine used to work for Oni Press. He doesn't anymore. Mm, they're in Oregon? That's, that's that the right? story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he works for Shifty Look now. There's a sequel. Oh, th- so there's more to the story. Oh, do tell. No, that, I just did. That was it. Oh. He works for Shifty Look. So, uh, <clears throat> so I was thinking about you last night because you were talking about mm. quitting, quitting L.A. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. 
don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. So no, so, and we would go back to Albuquerque. Uh, Albuquerque. I don't know where I would go. I was Cleveland. thinking of looking into Seattle. I'd love to go to Ireland. I'd love to go to. Um, oh God, don't go to Ireland. You want to go to rainy places? How many? How, geez, how many horrible stories do I have to tell you about my experiences in Ireland? That was like ten years ago. Yeah, and the scars are still healing. Oh, but still red and puffy, pink and yes. puffy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe it's because I'm still picking at them. Yeah. Oy. Um, there's no snakes there. Hey. <laughs> Not a one. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, St. Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that one of those things? He just looked for a non-problem, and then he saw that. <laughs> He's like, uh, God, I need some cred. Uh, I killed all the leprechauns, the bad ones, <laughs> and I got all rid of the snakes and all the dragons. You're welcome, Ireland. Now, saint me, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Build me up. Build it. Yeah. Um, well, do you know, do you know Alec? Alexis Boylan? No. She's an actress uh, who actually, uh, she was here in L.A. and she was having trouble just finding work. So she moved mm-hmm. to Albuquerque, actually. Mm-hmm. She, she like looked on the map and said, where are people working in the business? And then just moved to Albuquerque and got lots of work there doing, uh, you know, as like day player work. Because mm-hmm. uh, what, what is the deal there? They have some sort of tax yeah, laws? Yeah, tax that- break. Yeah. Same as Michigan and Ohio, North Carolina, I think. And Florida and New Orleans, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she got a bunch of work there and then got stand-in work on big movies and stuff like that. And then she moved back out here. And With the, uh, Once the credits were? Once she got more credits. Beefed up. Yeah. Let's and, go to Albuquerque. Wait, why is this a story about why I shouldn't move back to Albuquerque? Uh, no, I was just thinking about, I didn't, I wasn't going to talk about, <laughs> uh, talk to you about it one, you know, one way or the other, but that, you know, she did find work back there. Uh, but you found work back there too, yeah. right? Yeah. And, yeah. but not enough to stay there or? No, well, I didn't, I wanted more, you know, that's the human failing. Yeah. I wanted more work. I didn't want to keep a day. I didn't want to have a day job. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to make a living at it. And right. You can't, I mean, that you cannot do in Albuquerque, no matter how successful you are. I don't know. Right. I'm pretty I mean, good. You, like, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty good. Two people. I'm pretty good. Who can, who, who've done it in Albuquerque. All right. Bill That's is moving to Albuquerque. Yeah. Uh, I got to do something. Shit. Well, she ended up uh, making a, a, uh, a horror, like a, a horror thriller there, mm-hmm. you know, in, in somebody's house for two weeks and, you know, right. and then came back here and sold it. And uh, it's called Home Sweet Home. It's, came out on video a couple weeks ago uh like she made it as in she directed it or she, she stars in it, it and wrote it, it. Oh, wow. or co-wrote it and co-produced it um uh it came out a week after another movie came called home sweet home came out both <gasps> of them about like these horror thriller things but anyhow blast um but it it I, it made me think like i thought about like well i i should move to shreveport and become like you know be the the, uh, the go-to Asian. The, yeah, the, the forensics guy <laughs> slash uh, doctor slash, you know, medical tech in every yeah. movie that shoots there. But then the downside is I'd be in fucking Shreveport. Yeah. Uh, shout out to all our Shreveport listeners. <laughs> um, but Albuquerque, I could, well, how much stuff shoots there? A lot. Uh yeah, an awful lot. Does Walking a Dead lot of- shoot there? No, they shoot in Atlanta, right? Atlanta, right? That's yeah. Atlanta. One. Breaking Bad shot there for years. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, Longmire is there now. Uh, a lot of big budget feature films come through. Right, yeah. right. I think that's what she got work doing stand in work for. Mm-hmm. for God, we don't have a chance. Yeah, that's what's killing L.A. Man. Yeah. It's fucking hick towns are offering tax breaks. Yeah. Well, the thing about New Mexico that's really cool too, and here's my. 
travel. It's newer travel than old Mexico again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's got so many different terrain types that you, if you go yeah. there, you can yeah. get almost any kind. You can make believe that it's almost anywhere. Can't do that in L.A. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Everything's within three hours. Right. You can go <laughs> snowboarding, snow snowboarding the and then like two hours later, go surfing. Yeah. Uh, and that is the truth. Uh, I'm going for. surfing tomorrow morning. Brought to you by the you California Advisor. I'm going surfing for the Bill. first time tomorrow morning. Really? Yeah. Nice. I thought you were going to go fire some guns. When are you going to shoot I'm doing people? that July 13th. I'm getting my NRA safety certification for handguns. Nice. And when are you getting that motorcycle? With, like, you're going through a midnight crisis. I am absolutely going through a midnight crisis. I just signed up for German lessons, and I start on Thursday. Ah, dude, speaking Eva. some German. We're going to call you bucket list. Yeah, I just can't. Be alone. So <laughs> I'm just signing up for all these activities. Well, are you know still? If I want you learning guns <laughs> in a in a depressed state. Yeah, I have to intervene there. This may be the thing that gets me out of it. You know, put me back in the driver's seat. Give me a sense of empowerment. So as I run I around shooting you in the face, <laughs> right? End up on the fucking depository. I'm certified. <laughs> I'm, certified. I'm allowed to do this. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you've just been. Huddled in a in a ball in the fetal position. Yeah, uh, I've had a, I've had a really 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 rough summer. I'll be honest. I've I've I, I mean summer we, has we only joke been about it, but about a week though. Well, Less. I've had a rough month. Um, yeah. I've been joking about it, but I I was genuinely devastated and heartbroken. Yeah, um, like this t- today was one of the first days that I woke up and didn't cry right away. You know, actually no, I haven't cried yet. Fuck you, world. Yeah. I'm on top of it. <laughs> Woo. Um, the hour is not over yet. But I, hey, turn the camera away. Right. I'm not crying. I'm I may have to leave eyes. during mail sack. Um, <laughs> but uh, so it's been really tough. And, and I've been forced to ask myself a lot of big questions as I'm sort of turning 40. I'm, I'm you know, a lot of self-examination and a lot of like I have too much downtime. I was in filmmaking classes film school last year and this year i had that pilot project that i was producing executive producing and, and writing and starring so I, I i didn't sign up for classes and now in the, in the wake of that i suddenly have all this free time and I'm, I'm not spending it with anyone so i'm in my head a lot i'm just trying to figure out like what what makes me happy what do i want to do what are what are the things what are things that i enjoy and i don't necessarily i've been working so hard towards a career um, right. that I hadn't really focused which, because working working makes me happy being on set makes me happy writing makes me happy but I haven't really been focused on sort of the non-industry aspects of you know being a 360 human being mm. you know my dad had a lake house and he got a boat and he he did stained glass and he, he was a carpenter um, he, he just did a, occupied himself outside of his career with all these things and granted he had a family to have a lake house for and buy a mm-hmm. boat for you know mm-hmm. um, and I, I don't have those things but uh, I just want <laughs> I don't know I just <laughs> want to feel good I just want to feel good and this stuff seems like it'd be fun it'd be everybody, fun to shoot a gun it'd be fun to go surfing it'd be fun to, I'm going to be in Germany in a month it'd, it'll be, fun be, fun be, fun be, able to be say, shooting a gun while surfing oh hell yeah I, I just by the way it's uh, fun to ride a motorcycle Watch um, Escape from L.A. It's now streaming on Netflix, and that that is he actually does surf down Wilshire, Wilshire, Wilshire Boulevard yeah. and nice. uh, leaps onto. It's actually. I'm just getting ready for the remake. I like to think of myself as the modern day Kurt Russell, uh, Snake Snake Pliskin. Pliskin, Jesus. Yep. What was his character's name in uh, uh, Big Trouble in Little China? Jake. Jack. 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 
Jack. Uh, uh, oh, if only there was some way we could find uh, out. If only oh. there were a if only there weren't like web. I know. <laughs> if only there weren't twenty people shouting at their computers right now. Jack, Jack. Um, he says it in the beginning. Like, I think it was Mihoff. Jack Colton. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! Give right. I'm not even going to look it up. I'm just going to let everybody just Informed freak out. Us. That was one um, of our uh, prank calls. Jack Mihoff. Oh, hell yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Just thought it was make a good a prank name. call. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Twitter, uh, Yaka wants to know, why aren't you at work? Uh, because I worked out a deal with my most amazing boss. Awesome. I still have a job, Jack Burton. Jack, Jack Burton. Burton. Jack, Jack Burton. Burton. Jack Burton. Jack Burton. He only says it a hundred times yeah, in the fucking movie. Yeah, if, I, if Jack Burton <laughs> yeah. wants to do something, and Jack Burton's gonna, if Jack Burton wants to be named Jack Burton, then we're all going to forget what it is, and it's Jack Third Burton. person. Victor Wong is that? Uh, that's yeah. The, he's oh, in the yeah, new in that new. Uh, no, that's um, James Hong. James, oh, that's Hong, James, James Hong. Hong. That's right. Victor Wong's dead. Oh, that's right. That's right. His brother was my grandfather's lawyer. Isn't that great? Really? Great story. Hey. And that's it. <laughs> A friend of mine used to work for Oni Press. Oh, yeah. Nice. Right. Same guy. Actually, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think his name is Hurricane Wong. I think that's his name. Yeah. It's crazy. But uh, it's a great movie. I love that. And I, yeah, God, I love that movie. And it's also a movie, like, it was the first movie I'd seen that had, like, like where all the badasses are Asian. Right. Yeah. And uh, good and evil. That one yeah. dude is Jake in Burton, every fucking Jack movie. Burton, Jake Burton. Jack um, Which the, guy? The Asian with King the long Patrol? hair. The Asian. Sam, uh, no, what's his name? Uh, uh, I know who you're talking about. You guys all know each other. Come on. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's, <laughs> it's funny. I just got an email saying that he's looking for an agent, and he wants me to hook him up with, oh, wow. with my agent. What's his name? Um, Damn. God. But he's in, he he's was in, in everything. Yeah. He's the bad he's in, uh, thug in every fucking movie. Wasn't he in... Uh, wasn't he in um, Lethal Weapon? Yes. You don't even have to say it. Just, yes. Yeah. Right. Yes, he, he was. was in it. Uh, uh, the Schwarzenegger one that bombed that I like so much because I thought it was oh, ahead of his uh, time. Action Hero. Uh, uh, last Action Hero. Yeah. yeah. He was in that. Uh, that movie is He was in that because he was in everything. Yeah. I love that movie. But uh, I guess that it was guy full of recently had a stroke. And, um, and so... His agent dropped him for it. It's terrible. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. If there you go, gonna, Hollywood. This yeah. this kind of thug isn't going to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but with all the zombie movies coming out, yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He doesn't need prosthetics. Al Leong is his name. Oh, there you and, go. Uh, yeah. Al Leong. Look at Tyson. But he's actually yeah. shooting a, a web series right now. Al Leong is. And, um, Al Leong and the Restless. Boom. Hey. Look it up. You're welcome. <laughs> it's not even funny. Oh. No, but it's brilliant. You blew my mind. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Emily, do you play video games at all? I do. Not a lot. Which, ones did, which ones did you get lost in? I love the Bethesda um, like Morrowind series. And did, you, did you play all five of them or whatever? I didn't play the early ones. I started in on Morrowind, you know. And then, uh-huh. and then I believe it was... Um, <laughs> did you kill all the dragons? I killed all the dragons. I haven't made my way through Skyrim yet. Well, that's, but, uh, then you haven't killed all the dragons, uh, I guess. Did you get the digital downloadable content? <laughs> no. Oh. I didn't, yeah. Uh, but it's a, it's a fun game. I mean, you know. The, uh, oh, no, it's brilliant. I love, I, I love a good game. My roommate is hooked on uh, dra- Dragon's Dharma. Is that it? It's like where you create a, you create a, a pawn. You, like, you create a character to follow Say you around. Say it in the voice. You create... A pawn. <laughs> and that pawn will follow you around the world, and you can share that pawn with your friends over the interwebs. Yeah, that's the story. And he's addicted to it. He was playing it at four in the morning. And uh, That sounds awful. 
Yeah. That's that, that's what I hate is when you're you're you got the shivers, you're hearing voices, and you like all of a sudden realize it's four in the morning, and yeah, you haven't moved, you haven't past slept or ate, yeah, in yeah. eight hours, and and you just feel shitty about yourself. That's that's what I hate. But that I was like me playing. with Grand Theft Auto Vice City. That's oh, that, that, that was so the game good. that that I had to. That, that's when I stopped it. I, I had to go cold turkey because I was world. like, this is too much. I, I'm totally world. blowing days off a whole day. In this, you know, in this fake world, shooting people with a sniper rifle. Okay, I gotta stop. I yeah. gotta put. I gotta put the control. Friend of mine was uh, living in New York and kind of in a dark place. And when he played, he, the way he played Grand Theft Auto was he he hoarded all the weapons he could. Yeah. And uh, placed them all on, on a hilltop. And then, and just, then got a sniper rifle and just periodically just blow randomly shot somebody. Oh my yeah. god! Until, that like, sounds until like all of the police would come at him and he would pull out the heavy artillery and just like yeah. just, like Custer's so last. So he, he, he would find the clock tower. Then exactly. In, in that was me too. I would go to the Jesus top of those Christ. spiral that parking sounds, structures. I mean, I suppose so that's dark. better than than yeah. actually doing it. What right, you're right. planning to do on your surfboard? <laughs> yeah, with your license. I'm licensed, motherfuckers. <laughs> Surfing and I'm allowed. To do this. Um, yeah, that was your skeet shooting from uh, Top Secret. Yeah, did you did you <laughs> play Bob? Surfing USA? Surfing USA? You never, you never seen that? Top Secret? No. Top Secret. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. hysterical. Yeah. Um, um, did you play Bioshock? No, I tried. I you know after the Sims got me in high school. That's what the that's what girls do. Girls don't shoot people in in Grand Theft Auto. We we just like the sandbox games. And so we cute. we take <laughs> the doors out in the Sims. That's how we get violent. Right. Um, oh wow. Yeah. Uh, and then I decided that I I really didn't like that that feeling of losing my life because I used to be like a really disciplined writer where I would make myself write two thousand words a day all through high school. Two thousand words in high school. Yeah, in high school. 2, what were you writing? Words a day. Just like the same one. Emily is great. Emily is great. Emily is great. People like me. If they don't, they should. (laughs) No, I wrote. My day will come. I wrote prose. I wrote a novel when I was 13. And so then I met. Overachiever. But then I found The Sims and it all went away. And I was I lived my novel. Yeah. (laughs) And that was like my excuse. I was like, I'm going to write stories like with people, like live, like an idiot. And of course, didn't produce anything ever again. Here I am. The screen will be my canvas. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so I kind of dropped out of really addictive video games until the Bethesda folks got me a couple years later, but I kind of, yeah. You're going to be grossly addicted to Lost Planet 3. (laughs) It's got so much charm. Do you you have a PS3? I have an Xbox. Oh, because the game, by the way, tweet in if you've played, uh, if you're playing anything good right now, Uh, but The Last of Us is the one that I want to play. It's supposed to be great. A good friend of mine uh, does the uh, character voices, the the monster voices in it. The one who used to work. Uh, That voice. What's Uh his name? It's a girl. What's her name? Misty Lee. So now we have the the Misty Scream. And yeah, and the soon, Misty Scream. That's soon it. There will be a compilation. <laughs> and she used to work at Oni, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, her husband is Paul Dini. The Paul Batman Dini. Writer. I was going to say Misty yeah. Lee. I know her. Yeah. She's uh, a. Ironically enough, last year at Comic Con, the very first person I walked out of my hotel, the first person I saw on the streets of Comic Con, Paul Dini. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Amazing. that? Amazing. Paul Dini's a Batman writer. Batman he created. Writer. Um, he created. Uh, I'm really lightheaded after doing that voice. He yeah. created. <laughs> uh, uh, Harley Quinn. Yes. He created that character. Right. Yeah. And he writes. Uh, Zan- is it Zantara? Who's the magician? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Uh, and Misty Lee is actually a, Misty Lee a, a is magician. A, magician. a very gifted magician. She used she, to do our vaudeville show all the time. Yeah. Oh. I've got... Right. Uh, okay. She gave me passes or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. for the Magic Castle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she performs all the time. Um, Mike is addicted to the Arkham games. That's a game I wouldn't mind getting addicted Which to. Which yeah. okay. It looks really great. Paul Dini wrote losing those. The, yeah. Losing uh, Tyson oh, plays anyway. Fallout 3, um, which looks awesome. I, I have it. I just haven't played it because I don't want to fall in that fucking hole. Yeah. Right. But why did I buy it? Because I hate myself. Uh, I do want to play Borderlands 2. Chris Brown play, uh, said that the DLC, uh, just the last one, came out today. Um, yeah, see, and he says, I'm desperately uh, trying to hold off until next week before succumbing to it. That's exactly what it yeah. is. You right. succumb to it. I held off on Skyrim for like a year because I was like, I know what's going to happen. Don't hold off on Lost Planet 3. We need pre-sales. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you guys see my, uh, my E3 Capcom interview that I tweeted out? I saw that you did it. That's a good enough. Yeah. Cool. Do I wouldn't have it yet. I went down to E3 and... Uh, oh, my God. Hey, Christmas. There's, there's major love going on in this room. <laughs> James there just is. brought out. There goes your second novel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There goes the sequel <laughs> to Emily is Great, the novel. <laughs> Today I woke up and the sun shined just on me. Uh, yeah, I really want to see this play the story of us, uh, The Last of Us. It's the and zombie. Yeah, it looks really It's pretty. a zombie movie uh, or game where Ellen Page plays a little girl. There's a big thing about that because the girl in it looks exactly like a young yeah. Ellen Page. Oh, wow. And like they even asked Ellen Page about it. And, you know, she was actually pretty gracious about it because it's yeah. a different actress. But clearly they were just like, we want a young Ellen Page. Uh, and it's like, you Why know. didn't they hire me? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, really. <laughs> Are you listening, Hollywood? Yeah. Or, no. or uh, young Ellen Page. Oh, oh, I get it because you're old and unemployed. Uh, Ron C always he the game he plays lunch uh, lunches on me. Yeah, you better believe it. Myself, he says I play with myself. I always win. Nice. I play with myself and I seem to always lose. It's so sad. It's not that it's not as easy a game as it used to be. No. I know exactly. I'm forty something or other guys. Oh, jeez. But seriously, watch my interview from E3 with Capcom. It's awesome. The writer of Bioshock <laughs> is going to write the Logan's Run uh, film remake, according to... Why doesn't he write his own Dead damn Space. movie? Stop remaking shit. God. You don't think that would be a good one to remake? God, I'm just sick of remakes. I'm sick of it. Some movies do could use a remake, I think. Like, they're good enough that you need to bring them back and update yeah, them. Yeah, but don't you want to see something original? Don't you want to see something new, fresh? Well, not a fresh take on something you've already seen. Let's not. That, that might be asking a bit much, Bill. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's asking that much. I recognize that it is in today's market, but it doesn't seem like it should be. Yeah, I'd like to see a remake of uh, Hellraiser, the original Hellraiser. Oh yeah, it doesn't make enough sense, though. What are you talking about? I, I just, I found it just, I don't know. I found it really creepy, but it ultimately did not make a lot of sense. By the way, Adam Scott, I believe, was in the fourth or fifth Hellraiser. I am So pain. if you want to see a very young Adam Scott, friend of the show, yeah. uh, in that movie, I, I think we asked him about it, too, because like, that was like one of his first... Uh, one of his first roles. First roles, but yeah. he is, he's great. We love Adam. Uh, so, funny Hellraiser thing, was a blast. I'm sorry? Yeah. Hellraiser was a blast, visually, anyway. Uh, yeah, no, it was totally so antiquated. creepy. What yeah. was the one with the pineal gland? That was another, but that, was, that wasn't that uh, was Clive Barker. That was HP. Was that Phantasm? Yeah. Oh, are you, you're talking about uh, uh, From Beyond? 
from Beyond. Yeah, yeah. That's... I like that movie. Oh, Never seen it? that. Mm-mm. Oh, you gotta see. We that. gotta play Cthulhu. Pineal Gland. Come on, when you, you, it's on you to get that together. We started a new. We started a new one. I, Fuck so, you! It's so. I, my so phone good. has it wrong. Uh, Damn you! <laughs> Damn you! Uh, so, Bill, it's very interesting. You brought that up about why don't they make new about movies? My interview on Lost Planet nope. Three uh, on Capcom. That uh, so, I tweeted out. And you can watch it. And the other day, if, if the views go up on YouTube, I won't feel so insignificant. What's that? So everybody, everybody, we really don't want Bill feeling insignificant because uh, re the whole gun thing. Yeah, yeah. So everybody, Guys, everybody, shot, tweet, I grew up shooting guns in camp and not Bill a hug. If you, it's <laughs> also it's also Gosh, a valuable yeah, skill to have on your resume as an actor to be NRA certified that's safety Bill certified. Bill on the Twitter. Jeez, it's just tweet, remember it's I gave you chocolate chip muffins. <laughs> remember that, Guys, <laughs> not everybody who <laughs> learns to I shoot a gun. I give you a. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm trying to eat more healthy, you asshole. <laughs> I wanted bread. Whose side are you on? <laughs> you look like you're on the dance floor. Yeah, that was, that was actually a dance. That, was a, that was a shimmy. That, yeah, yeah, twerking. Um, so. Uh, the Cracked had an article the other day called The Cracked. Ooh. The Cracked. They're, they're, they're going up in respectability. They just got an article. <laughs> it was actually it was actually a list, <laughs> if you can believe it. I did get it. Because <laughs> it's an article, but it's the our the is an yeah. article. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! It was actually get to work on that novel. You know your stuff, you grammar queen. <laughs> I'm trying to get to a point that you made, Bill. I don't think that's possible. No. You, uh, so they said four ways Hollywood is completely imploding. Ooh, yes. Yes. Let's hear so, it. Uh, number four. They Not say, hiring Emily O'Hara. Mm, mm-hmm. Number one. Uh, $50 <laughs> movie tickets already exist in uh, select cities. So th- they're saying that theaters are too expensive. Uh, what's your thought about that? Let's just go through these one by one. My, I agree. I don't go because they're too expensive. Well, I think that what they have to do is they have to promise something for that money. Mm. So if it's 48 frames a second, you know, with the Hobbit movies, that's something. If it's 3D, I mean, it has to be good 3D, but I don't really like 3D. That's not enough for me, because if it's in 48 frames per second and 3D and the movie is shit, like the story is shit, then I I still want my money back. I still feel ripped off. But the story is going to be the same shit at home, right? I guess. But you're still not paying money because you're probably downloading it for free, right? But well, no. There's like the experience of going into the theater, you right. know. And it, but I think that experience is scuttled if you're sitting there embarrassed watching a bad movie. Scuttled. I mean, I will never forget. And I, I, we've talked about it. Just like seeing aliens in a packed theater mm-hmm. and yeah. waiting in line around the block to get into it, and just like feeling just like exhilarated and sweaty, and everybody's just like cheering at all the right moments. Yeah, yeah. that is a, an experience worth paying for. Yeah, yeah I just saw. Um, Again, it, it's old fashioned, but I just saw All About Eve at the Los Angeles Theater, yeah. which was packed, and it's a it's a movie from the forties. I think I figured out why she dumped you. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh Marty owes you lunch. And, uh, uh, actually, there were lots Bill of beautiful young the, women at that movie, right? Screening. With with all their gay um, friends. Uh, and it uh, and it Bill. was great to see that movie with that kind of gasping reactions and the and yeah. the over the top laughter and the and the, the shock. It's just such a yeah. The, watching movies in theaters can make bad movies better. Oh yeah, right, right. And, and it can make and it can make great movies uh, memorable for Please life. See the room. Right. You guys have seen the room, right? Yes. Yeah. Everyone should see the Radio room. Radio Land. Have you seen the room? 
Do not rent the room. That is a boring waste of time. No, if you see it with the right group of people, like... Yeah. It's uh, got to be a big group, though. There's yeah, gotta it's got to be at least size. 20, 25 yeah. people. Uh, yeah, I saw it with... Uh, to name drop. Um, what's the guy's name? Who's in? Uh, you got to know the name to drop it for. I know, I know. <laughs> he was in uh, with Aziz Ansari, uh, uh, Paul Shear, Rob, Halford. No, the lead third singer guy of Judas in, Priest. No, yeah. oh, that would have been cool if you but saw Rob Halford, the lead singer of Judas Priest. He was. If you see it with a bunch of really funny people, it's like Give you said. After midnight. It's like you said about paying, playing board games with all your famous friends. If yeah. you see the game with all your the room, your uh, the room with all your uh, improv friends, it's it, it's, it's a very brilliant. fun thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great great movie. It, everyone should see it. Yeah. Uh, that said, it is the worst movie ever. Oh, it's a, it's a disaster. <laughs> it's just an absolute disaster. <laughs> uh, Lou sent you a hug. Hey, thanks, Lou. Big hug. I felt it. I felt it. Yeah. She and also said Tyson did too. Don't shoot me. Yeah, she said. Does words with friends count? Talking about video games, I only do sad old lady puzzle games. Uh, <laughs> well, wah, wah. Casual games. That's that's a thing. Sure. Yeah. That's what I sad old when I, in I mean, you got to you got to kill time games. when you're on the on the shitter. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all just killing time, brother? <laughs> all right. Number three on this list: Independent films are already leaving theaters for streaming. So uh, one example that that cracked makes is uh, Kevin Smith. Um, yes. That he uh, is, you know, self-distributing, uh, and then it's the cracked, the, the cracked, the Kevin Smith, uh, and he's, uh, you know, ch- choosing his own distribution. Yeah, route. he kind of reset the uh, reset the whole game with uh, Red State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I, I suppose that's true. But you're like you said, there's something to be said about seeing oh, yeah, a movie in a theater. That, Rob that, Cordry. The communal experience. Uh, no, no. Mm-hmm. That's what Jeff said. Not Rob said. Cordry. Uh, it's, what's his name? He was, he, Rob Hubel. There. there you go. Yeah. I don't know who that is, so I'm totally um, unimpressed. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Um, yeah, I, I think that one good thing about uh, the whole streaming thing is that, that there are a lot more movies being made. You know, like yeah. my friend. The process is being democratized. Right. My friend Alexis, she made a, a thriller for $3,000 in somebody's abandoned home. house. Home Sweet Home. And. Uh, Mark 1. <laughs> Mar- uh, it was Mark 2, actually. Oh, shit. Damn it. Um, <laughs> and so I, I think that it's just a new paradigm of people have to make more product for less money. Mm-hmm. So the, the days of these, you know, $4 million spec scripts being sold is, is over. But then you've got people like you know Joe Swanberg who has a movie coming out with um, you know Olivia Wilde and uh, um, uh, Rob Hubel, Ron, Ron Livingston, and uh, what's J- David Johnson? Is that the guy from the New Girl? What's his name? Jake Johnson. Oh, Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. Yeah. Uh, and it, you know it's like a romantic comedy thing, but you know he made it probably for in a few weeks for very little money. Mm-hmm. This guy is 31 years old and he's already directed 17 features. <laughs> 17 feature wow. films. And that's just God, in the past. You know. I, I thought I felt bad already. Right. So you know what makes me feel better? The fact that it's the top of the hour, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, You're listening to hey. Wait, 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 wait. Actually, podcast. we got. I got to hold, hold it. Internet. Wait, wait, no, nope. Radio. No, we have a. We have a network guest. We, we have a special. Uh, um, this was sent in. This is the only time we're going to play this because this is Bill's bit. But we're going to yeah, allow is. this one time. Uh, but so don't send any more top of the hours. This is the only time we'll play this. This right. is from Wolf Amsterdam. Yes, it is. Hang on. Oh, it's the top of the hour on the Smodcast Morning Show. 
on the Smartcast Internet Radio Network. You know, I had to Americanize it. I was, yes. I was a little too... Uh, thank you, Darren, for sending that in. And Very thank refined. you, Jan, James, Jam Master James, for, for bringing it down. It awesome. Yeah. Yeah. For making it ours. Yeah, making it part of the show. We owned it. Uh, People thought they tuned into the wrong station. <laughs> the shit is this. So... So for Joe Swanberg, like he, he's making all these movies, a lot of them horror movies, but he gets to make them, you right? Know? And that's uh, there's a that's lot less. The most important. That's the only reason I came out to Hollywood. It was not to be an actor. It was not to be picked to be in something, and not to be a star. Right. Not to I be came rich. out to Hollywood to make things. Right. Whether yeah. it's a short story, a, an essay, a webisode. A, a song. I just came a out to podcast. Make a podcast. A podcast. You're living the dream. You guys, you guys are Bill making is my dreams the dream. come true. So sometimes you just gotta count your blessings. I found it's hard, and I've to got be... three of them right here. Oh, you three! Aww. Blessings, 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 blessings. He's, he's pointing to three oh, muffins right now. Three muffins. I love you guys so much. I, oh my god, guys! I don't know what I do without you. So Joe Swan, uh, Swanberg, or the the what's the guy's name from the league? Uh, that guy who makes all those Mark movies. Duplass. Duplass. God, like, he makes a lot of. They movies. could not have done this back in the day. They couldn't have done this in the 90s, but they're doing it now. Uh, and like Mark Duplass said, like, you know, he shoots to make like a B-plus movie. Like, he doesn't... Like, his goal isn't to make... He's an, realistic. He's realistic. And, you know, if you have that, uh, that, that goal, then you're just going to keep producing and producing as opposed to just hammering, you know, working on the one thing and then, like, you know, you're, you have that one hit, and then your sophomore movie just tanks, and then all of a sudden you're nobody. You're done. Like, he, aim he just, for mediocrity, people. Just aim. <laughs> no, aim to produce. <laughs> aim to produce. Right. right. Just keep making right. stuff. Make good art. Can I tell? Neil Gaiman. I love that. <laughs> yes, Mr. Gaiman. Can, so I'm going to throw out there my, one of my, possibly my favorite film ever made was made by my friend Corey Maccabee in New York City for, like, I don't know, 50 bucks. <laughs> it's called The American Astronaut, and it's on uh, Netflix. Wait, there, I, I, some friends of mine were recommending that. Are there astronauts who aren't American? Uh, Yuri Gagarin? <laughs> There's a couple yes. Russians. That's a cosmonaut. That's a commie knot. <laughs> um, <laughs> there you go. Uh, do tell. The American Astronaut by Corey McAbee. It's a musical, is, isn't it? It's a, it's a space western musical. Oh, that old hack <laughs> song, uh, whatever. Isn't that Star Wars? Yeah. Uh, oh, seriously? Without the music? Possibly the best movie oh, yeah. ever made. I think it's on Netflix. Watch it. It's You'll never see anything like it. You'll never see anything like it before. Is it a narrative? Down. It is a narrative. That came, a, a couple friends of mine were recommending that to me um, because of the the sort of mashup of tones and styles that we've been talking about for the film I'll be directing next year. Yeah, it's and they were huge fans. They thought it was crazy. He's made two other. Well, he made a film called uh, Stingray Sam that was. It came out in a series for the iPhone actually. So it's like twenty minutes, twenty minute episodes or something kind of bizarre. And then he made a film that is. Oh God, it's so good. It's called Crazy and Thief, which I think you're gonna have a hard time finding. But crazy come, and Thief. Crazy and Thief. How come he hasn't put you in a yeah? Why aren't you in movies? movies? Uh, probably because he's in New York. I know where you're moving. If next. only they yeah. invented airplane technology that could take us from one coast to the other in a reasonable <laughs> amount of time. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask him. What uh, is World of Tanks him? tweeted in? I play World of Tanks. So much World of Tanks. <laughs> Thank you, World of Tanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number two on this, uh, the cracked. List. We're still on the cracked oh my list. God. We're still doing it. Hollywood oh, is pandering cracked. to foreign markets. 
So there, he's uh, this article. I've saying, heard that headline before, but d- detail for me what what exactly that means. I think it means that David Hasselhoff is going to be in everything. <laughs> no, no, I got no God. beef with that. No, now it's like it's it's. Danke, Hollywood. Danke. <laughs> it's pandering to the Asian market. So, like, putting rain in G.I. Joe. So you're Joe. psyched. Putting rain in G.I. Joe is considered pandering to the foreign market? Yeah, because he's, like, the biggest pop star in... It's in still... Oh, it's a person. Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. you were talking no. about you the... You racist motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought you... Rain. I thought you Actual were talking rain? about the meteorological oh, yeah. But just phenomenon. one casting decision. <laughs> oh, look a, look, look a rain. Yeah. We no. Asians love yeah. rain. Oh, look at oh, Look at rain. I didn't know what the fuck you were talking about. Okay. Uh, never it like super soft rice. <laughs> <laughs> so there's and also something like the last Die Hard movie, which uh, oh. some people were saying was made, you know, to cater to the Russian market. We talked about that, but I could. But Dan what, what said were the that specifics it, about it uh, yeah. that they just didn't care about the story, and they just were putting in Russian characters and Russian, you know, and they, they that put, Russian model. Yeah, yeah, for the sake of right. the, the Eastern European market. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. Seeing her, seeing her in her bikini was the only part of the movie I liked. I couldn't get through it. I watched like five minutes. So and Bruce, it off. oh, well, so is a commie now. Uh, yeah, he's a commie. No, I he's mean, a very rich commie. Um, I want to be rich, but. Here's the thing about that. Like, this is just another way for movies to make money. You know, yeah. it's like product placement. Like, Looper had. Oh, Looper was. You so know, good. Ryan Johnson had the opportunity to shoot in Shanghai for free. Yeah. And so he changed the script to shoot in Shanghai for free. So it was a, and that's a great movie. So, but yeah. he still not, told a story, right? Exactly. He still told a lucid, right. no. competent story. So my point is like that it's metaphor. It's just an, another barrier for filmmakers to, to get beyond. I mean, something to use. Like, okay, well, right. You, you could, can incorporate anything into a story right. if you just if you if you go story first, you'll be fine. So I don't buy that one. How many people tune in to hear our filmmaking and storytelling advice? That's what I'd like to know. Can we do a quick poll? <laughs> oh, we're, we're how many aspiring filmmakers out there? Yeah, are, oh, yeah. Are Tell me how many getting all their ideas from us right because we have the recipe to save hollywood we're we're like johnny appleseed of the future of the film industry so their number one critique (laughs) of hollywood is that without dvd sales which have plummeted uh, hollywood can't afford to take risks anymore that's a bullshit argument to me that doesn't make any sense to me well who's hollywood too because like like we were saying before you know you're getting the people who are considered hollywood like you know uh who who were we talking about earlier Anyway, who are who are doing who are doing small budget stuff and releasing it on different right. platforms? Right. Yeah, no. Yeah, well, I mean, that, I think we're talking about like big budget Hollywood. I am Hollywood. Yeah, but big budget Hollywood people. Like Kevin Smith was pretty big budget, and now he's now doing he's the fuck he doing wants. what he wants. Yeah. Right. No, I think that is a. Huge I mean, we're talking about draw. the money. I think is what we're talking about. The right. not the creative people, but the uh, the money. And I don't think the money has ever been creative well i mean that's a thing exactly i mean these are these are multinational companies with uh with investors you know and shareholders to answer to so they have to they have to make sure all this stuff is pre-sold and all all this other stuff but that said there are still movies with imagination in them they might not be good movies but they like something like prometheus is an incredibly imaginative movie it's a shitty movie (laughs) but uh it also made uh a lot of money Right. Uh, a movie like Ted made you know half a billion dollars worldwide, and that's a very original movie. Do you guys remember District Nine? And District how I love that. Yeah. yeah, but that's a God, low budget that was a movie. Good movie. That was that was really good. Uh, but so that's, we'll see. That's what, an example of of putting story first and having an actual vision, and right. you can take 
you can take all the elements. It's like that scene in um, Apollo 13 where they're trying. They're like, this is what we have to save the ship. We got duct tape. We got this. We got this. We got this. How do we save these people? It's right. like you can take all those elements. Well, I've got this actress. I've got this requirement from the stockholders, and I've got that. You can take all those elements and still. Find a story and the drive Avengers. it all through the, the story. Avengers was a huge movie that was really good. Yeah, shot in Cleveland. <laughs> there it is, people. There it is. That's what we were you were waiting for. Yeah, first Cleveland. You can all tune out now. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking forward to Elysium. That yeah, that, yeah, sure, that looks awesome. I mean, th- that will be the test of like, okay, there's a big budget. That's Neil uh, Blomkamp's you know big studio picture yeah. with big movie stars, and we'll see if it's. Good. Darren says World War Z has a very conspicuous Pepsi spot. Again, that's something. That's a way to uh, for filmmakers to get more money. It's yeah. like okay, it, we put the Pepsi in there, we get another car chase. You know, that doesn't bother yeah. me. You know why? Because me. when you see when you see those recognizable brands, all of a sudden it roots the world in reality. Yeah, it kind of it, it cements. My world does not include Pepsi. This could happen to okay. me. I mean, yeah. I'm a drink Pepsi, Diet but this Coke. could happen to me. Do you guys Unless... remember Repo Man? Yeah. Where yeah. everything was food and drink? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Generic. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, unless, unless the Pepsi spot goes like this. You know, after a day of gorging on human flesh, I find a refreshing Pepsi uh, does the trick for me. I didn't know Krumpus was yeah, yeah, pitching Krumpus does that. That's the last Exorcism 3. <laughs> I was so bummed when I saw what they were doing with World War Z. I thought that would have been an amazing, like, sort of District 9. Like, if you read the book, the way it's told, it would have been an amazing... If you were creative with that story, it could have been amazing. If you did it sort of like a documentary style with, like, found footage flashbacks, it could have been... Like, oh, God, it could have been so cool. And then they just made it another big blockbuster with a writhing sea of human flesh. Whatevs. Although I heard it wasn't <laughs> bad from a, from a few sources. Uh, I ju- only judge things on the trailer. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me too. No, actually, the, the, it looks pretty cool. Uh, so, anyhow, I think that studios just ha- I, I have to change their... their the way they do formula. things. Their yeah. formula. What story is, first. It's Pacific Movie Rim. making is story Pacific Rim's a big studio, studio, big studio film. film. That's coming out this summer. I can't wait for that shit. Yeah, and then good. I've been trying to look, you know, find shots, pictures. There's a few pictures that have been leaked. Uh, the new Godzilla, or the, the Godzilla that is in uh, uh, production right now, or mm. Gojira. Have you guys ever Gojira. seen Big Man Japan? <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, Check out Big Man Japan. Uh, yeah, it's that's a crazy fun. Is that the it? one about yeah. the guy that uh, Yeah, he gets a weird existation. No, he's just a giant man. He just becomes oh, he's enormous just and then dude. he can fight like all the monsters that attack Japan. Because oh. Japan is very vulnerable to large it's, monsters. It's more of an like an existential comedy kind of, you know. Yeah. It's a very weird movie. It does have one sequence where I laughed so hard I thought I was gonna die. I don't think I've laughed at any movie as hard as I've laughed That's, at Big what Man is it Japan. Called? Big Man Japan. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch. Be that. prepared for some weird nice. shit. <laughs> I remember. Do you remember as a kid, uh, Ultraman? Oh sure, oh, yeah. yeah. I loved that. I love Goldar, show. Ultraman. Uh, what was it? He took out a pen or something. He used I to take out and hold have up. No idea. All I knew is I wanted. Yeah, I wanted to be that kid. I wanted to be that kid. Yeah. <sighs> and then I'm sure it's just awful. In, uh, in <laughs> yeah, if we watch it now, yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, I don't know if you guys follow comedy. Are you are you a comedy person at all? Not. Mm-mm. I go in and out. When I was studying at Second City, I was seeing a lot of improv. Obviously, uh, I was running lights at Second City and seeing a lot of shows, and then started going to some of the uh, 
shows at Largo and um, they're free comedy shows that were hip here and there. The Nerdist Meltdown. I've gone, gone over there a couple times. James, you're not a big comedy guy, right? Eh, yeah, I've <laughs> seen a comic or two. Actually, you have to tell like who's who's at the club just recently. Uh, oh, we had uh, one of the biggest comics, the biggest if comic, not in the, the world. biggest comic in the world that you've never heard of or may not have heard of. Uh, Russell Peters. Russell Peters was at the uh, Lovitz. He dropped in. He's exactly. a Canadian fellow. Canadian fellow, but he is loved and embraced by uh, the Asian community as well as the. Uh, well, I guess they're still considered. What? What did Indian? South Asian. Middle, He's South Asian. South Asian. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they love him. Well, the whole world loves him mm-hmm. if you know who he is. Uh, he's just a great guy. Very, very funny man. Very funny man. Um, but uh, Patton Oswalt is one of my favorite comics. Oh, yeah. Have you worked I with him? I saw him at Largo. I have. Yeah. I have. Um, as a matter of fact, in uh, Ontario at the Improv, he, uh-huh. uh, you know, at the Improvs, they have these huge poster boards with their pictures, the comics' pictures that line the, the hallways. And... Uh, they they usually sign them in <laughs> patents. It was a like a full picture down to I guess about uh, knee height. You know the picture, and so he drew. Uh, he wrote the words "my talent" and then drew an arrow pointing to the crotch. <laughs> so uh, that, that's all I could. That's what I remember of Patton. But I mean, he was he's a great guy to work with. Nice really? guy, oh, really okay. nice guy. Yeah. Um, but uh, he published a letter on his website, and that was also. Uh, on you know just circulated around called a closed letter to myself about thievery heckling and rape jokes yeah that was huge on my facebook page did you read it no no oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh it was great i mean he talks about joke thief thievery yeah. uh have you had to deal with that at all uh, I, mean, I mean i've worked with uh some of the uh folks that are accused of <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh we'll just say ned because right, that's his right. real name. Yeah. Um, you know, and as now, when I worked at the improv, uh, I worked there for, I was there for six, almost seven years. Then I took a break when I went to go take care of my parents um, up in Sacramento and I came back. And now that I've been back into it, I'm finding that there are so many comedians that have very, very similar, almost identical premises, mm-hmm. joke, punchlines. Which is... Which happens. which happens. I mean, it's just. A, but I think maybe I've, I've, I'm a little jaded toward the whole thing now because it's just like ugh, this stupid premise and setup again. I mean, right? I, I, I try not to outwardly manifest that right. because I don't want the comics. You know, some, a lot of them are my friends, so I don't right. want them to. But I, I have found myself telling them, "Look, man, now pull them to the side. Hey, that joke." It's been done four million times. Right. I, a friend Kill of mine it. worked at the Improv in Cleveland and actually saw someone just sort of. Not not blank, but start to get a little flustered and just go into a mutual friend's routine. Yeah. Whoa! Like, not just a joke or a premise, but, like, actually the just, actual like, word routine. for word. Yeah. yeah. Like, I got a little lost. I can't remember what my next bit is. I'm going to start doing Nick Griffin's bit. Oh, Nick. Woo. I know Nick. Oh, that sucks. Nick's, Nick's the first stand-up I, I ever met. I, I love that guy. And his yeah, his younger Griffin. brother and I are tight out here. Yeah. Well, um, Nick is brilliant. In this diatribe, Dark. he talks about how he, as a starting out, Accidentally, or you know, he says he accidentally stole someone's joke, and and you know he, which I understand happens. It's easy to do, and that's like what Robin Williams said that he did. Like he was accused of stealing, and he admits to it. But he's just a guy who goes so fast, and just things just come out of him, right? Such that he no no longer watches stand up because he doesn't want to be influenced and accused of it. 
which makes sense. And that, that, and that that's a par- there's a parallel there to music. When you're in production, yeah, when you're writing, composing, or in production of your own stuff, the worst thing you do is listen to anything, the radio or anything else by anybody else. It'll find um, its way in there. Or, yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll find its way in there. There was a year of my life where I thought I wrote the Gremlins theme song. Somebody wrote that? That makes me want to dance. Just the way you did it. Not when I hear it on the movie. The way you just sang it. And of course, people have stolen from from Patton. And like, there's a guy in the Midwest who basically stole like two huge bits and then did them as his own. And, you know, got on, like, Comedy Central, I think, yeah. you know, and it's just, like, so pathetic. And the, the yeah. sad part is that there's a general ideal, or ideal, ideology that whoever gets it on tape first... Mm. Owns it. Owns it. Ooh. Right. Which is bullshit, because Absolutely. I've seen people, like I said, I, I've seen comics doing bits for years, and then you see this nobody... I mean, and, and I shouldn't say it that way, but you see this someone who clearly hasn't hasn't paid the dues, so to speak. Right. And then they get there. You know, that's why I don't, I don't really like Comedy Central that much anymore, because uh, as far as stand ups, because they, there was there was a moment there a while there the last couple few years where they're just throwing fucking specials at anybody. Joe Blow. And it's like, who are these guys? Yeah. I mean, I, I know guys that you know deserve specials that have have not gotten them because. I, I, for whatever reason, they're not kissing the right ass, you know, at Comedy Central. So it's, I, I just assume not, not uh, buy into it. I don't right. watch it. Um, but anyhow, Patton basically goes on to say just how jokes are the. That's what comedy is. You know, stand-up comedy is based on, and it's a really precious thing. And when people steal, it's it's. It ain't cool. Yeah, it sucks. And because he also says that, like, people say, what's a big deal? It's just a joke, you know. And uh, for him, it's a no, big thing. No, that's how those guys eat. Right. I mean, that's... And it's also the, the art that they chose. Yeah. You know, it's like somebody stealing a painting and, you know. Uh, then he goes on to talk about heckling, how heckling is bullshit. And, you know, I agree with that. And uh, I don't know. Heckling, I mean, I, I would never heckle. I have never heckled. I would never heckle. And when someone heckles, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. But at the same time, it's the performer's job to uh, Some of the engage the audience. Comes out when people when when uh, stand-ups get heckled. Like you know, yeah, and if you someone can't, you, can really handle a heckler. It yeah, can just make right. the show. I mean, Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. you know, Are you kidding me, Bill Burr? Bill Burr, Bill Burr for the Bill. twenty the minute, the twenty minute rant in Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Look but that up. It is fucking. It is brilliant. brilliant. But it's still... I ironed my fucking shirt, you assholes. (laughs) People don't go to see comedy shows for the hecklers. No, yeah, I don't stand behind heckling. No, not at all. It's it's the the comedian's job to handle hecklers, but it's the audience's job to sit the fuck down and laugh and and enjoy the night. But they have have paid their ticket admission. But that doesn't give them license to... It doesn't. The- it doesn't. But the the comedian has to have a thick enough skin to be able no, to no, handle of it. Of course, no, and you want he's your performer not to be smart it. enough and quick enough to be able to make something out of it. Sure, yeah. but yeah. that's said, heckling is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't heckle. And if you're a stand-up, you should be able to handle it. Yeah. Yep. Right. Okay, I think right. we've got that covered. I'll tell right. you guys a Dan Cook story Sorry about heckling. Oh, good one. Uh, God, Ontario. I'd love to heckle that asshole. He's, he, yeah. stole the, he stole the... Uh, he stole the... He stole the guy's heckle. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no. All right, no. He, um, 
he was performing in Ontario. There's a guy sitting on the front row, like right. There's a row of tables right against the stage. This guy was sitting with his buddy at the at one of those front tables, and uh, he's talking to the guy. And, and Dane's been on stage about uh, maybe ten minutes. Finally, and the guy's talking loud, not like hey, hey right, right. whisper. He's like, so anyway, and this fucking guy. So finally, Dane's all, hey, hey guys, I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm trying to do a fucking show up here. And uh, you know, you mind you mind keeping your voices down and paying attention? And the guy goes, Well maybe if you said something funny. So Dane Cook says, Oh oh so I'm not funny. He's all so let me ask you, how how much did you pay in here uh, pay to get in here? The guy's like twenty bucks. And uh Dane goes, Oh, okay and he reaches in his pocket and pulls out a twenty dollar bill. He's all here's your fucking money, now get the fuck out and meet my dad. Meet my dad is his code for security, come take this guy out. Right. So meet my dad, he says, and then my security my head of security taps the guy on his shoulder and he's fucking brute he's that dude, I've talked about him before, Gibbs. Uh looks like Gimli. We used to call him Ghibli because he looks like Gimli from uh, Lord of the Rings. Anyway, so he taps the guy on the shoulder and fucking, so let's go. And and he has to do the walk of shame down the center aisle. And uh, Dane gets the whole audience started with na 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 na. So I thought that was a brilliant way to handle it. As far as I mean, this guy was obviously being you know aggressive, combative, yeah. combative and aggressive. Right. So he's like, "Here's your twenty dollars. Get the fuck out now. Meet my dad." That's awesome. Uh, Louis C.K. also has a famous heckling thing that's on YouTube, and mm-hmm. it's just great. I mean, he just shuts this woman up and basically says, shut the fuck up. Nobody came here to see, yeah, you know, to right. listen to you heckle. Yeah. And but you, you guys, you have to see Bill Burr. The, the whole, yeah, the whole deal Burr. was, it was, a, it was a festival in Philadelphia, and uh, the crowd just turned on everybody, and everyone had 12-minute sets. And the, it wasn't a heckler. It was the entire crowd turned on every comic and just... Wow. booed them off stage and so Bill Burr came out super pissed off and he, and he, he, he knew 12, how much time he had yeah he had a 12 minute set and he spent the entire 12 minutes attacking the entire audience in city of Philadelphia nice. and by the end of it the entire crowd is on his side it's, a, it's amazing wow it's, it's, like, it's legendary it's when so you hear him talk do. about it he's like yeah I mean at the time it was like you know 5,000 people and now it's like 200,000 people you know like yeah. it's, got, it's got exaggerated yeah, big it's, fish it's legendary yeah exactly <laughs> but it is fascinating to watch and, and because he knows how much time he has like he's ranting and ranting and ranting he goes 11 minutes left what else oh, sucks about your fucking pansy ass town right. he goes it's, on for it's like 10 awesome. minutes <laughs> oh wow he, he commits his entire set to just tearing them it's apart crazy. That's, it's crazy what really a tie in too because Bill Burr took he actually took Gibbs Gibbly <laughs> to uh, he went to Vegas to do a, a Vegas stint and he called Ghibli as his, his hey come out to Vegas with me as my personal uh, nice. bodyguard so mm. Bill Burr's a nice guy really oh, cool guy we hung out with that guy he sounds like a good guy fuck yeah, and he's very funny. <laughs> the best part in the twelve-minute rant is at one point he takes a breath and he goes, "So I got a new computer." Like as if he's going <laughs> like like to go into yeah, it. yeah, he's going to start material. You guys watch it. It is so. I'm going to check that. It's out. legendary. Uh, so then the last thing Patton talks about uh, is rape jokes, and on W. Kamau Bell's show, he had on um, uh, there was this uh, blogger uh, talking about. Um, uh, on Jezebel.com who wrote a thing uh, about uh, that saying that rape jokes are, should be off limits to, to comedians that it's you know we live in a culture of rape her name's Lindy West and of course when she posts this thing and, and you know it's pretty thoughtful and basically saying specifically in response to Daniel Tosh 
talking, you know, calling out a heckler and saying that she should be gang raped. Uh, I mean, it was it was not a very uh, well thought out. No, no, uh, anti heckle, yeah. uh, and he took a lot of flack for it, and and so then you know this woman, um, Lindy West came, and she was uh, up against I think Graham Norton. Is that no? Wait, who's the? He's a uh, heavy drinking uh, uh, comedian. Anyhow, they went uh, head to the head. Blue collar comedy? No, 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 no. He's uh, just one of these hard, just, uh-huh, okay. hard guys. Uh, someone will tweet it in, but um. <clears throat> Anyhow, so they, they went at it, and basically the guy was like, well, nobody is advocating rape, just like nobody, uh, or, you know, a, a funny joke is a funny joke, and, uh, and you know, the same way that we talk about, uh, we make uh, race jokes, and we make, um, you know, Nazi jokes, and, and these yeah. things uh, work, and, and he cites... Uh, 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 what's his name? Lenny Bruce, you know, who would who would really challenge audiences about race and yeah. be saying, well, you know, what what's the difference? Uh, so anyway, I think he pretty much won that um, that sort of argument. It's, it's on the, the YouTube. It's it's very very uh, worth watching. Yeah. Uh, and then, but you know, Patton talks about how uh, rape jokes they shouldn't be taboo, but he basically doesn't do them. He doesn't do them, yeah. yeah. And, and the thing about that, my, my opinion about that is, let's not forget comedy, stand-up comedy, improv, you know, and comedy in all its forms, uh, especially in a live uh, venue, uh, is it, really, I mean, a lot of times it's social satire, so right. it, it's meant to, to jar you, it's meant to grab your attention, and, and, you know, whether it's to make you laugh or to make you think, that's what it's there for. It, it's, that's why it's called a craft, just like acting, just like any of the other, you know, uh, performing arts crafts, really. It was and, Jim Norton, I'm sorry. Jim Norton, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, He's nut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, very, very funny. And that's the thing. I think it's, it, you have to, it has to be contextualized, you know. Yeah. And, and the best way to talk about, like, she argues that we're in a rape culture, and if you make a rape joke, you're doing it from a position of power, mm-hmm. and, which is, you know, it's a valid point. But it depends on the joke, right? Can I say this? Yeah. I think a lot of it... Like, no, you this, shut up. No, yeah. Female perspective. Woman. You know what's good for This you. better be awesome or we're going to rape you. I think, Not funny. Right. Not funny. I Not think cool. with any sort of like uh, controversial joking about any sort of controversial subject, it, it's it's not... It's totally qualitative. It's not quantitative. But there has to be a degree of understanding. There has to be just be a degree of awareness when you make those jokes. You have to be coming from a position of I understand it's wrong and when you make those jokes and you draw attention to these things even if you do it in a kind of brutal way I think it has to be with with a sort of an, just an understanding yeah, you know right. and I feel like when yeah. Tosh made that joke it didn't come from a place of I understand that this is wrong and I'm going to draw your it's a place of wounded ego it felt anger. like an attack like you can make absolutely rape joke rape jokes rape some, help help Help. Rape jokes, 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 joking about rape bands, rape bands, we're joking about it, take a joke, take a shot at rape, because it's a joke. Either rakes or rape jokes. Um, you got to do it from a place of understanding, of just understanding and awareness. Rapey, rape, rape. But that's I mean, this is the same thing for rape, and, and or race and murder and right. I mean, any yeah. and race. And, and rakes. Her argument and is that, that we and live... And I've had a lot of caffeine. <laughs> Zoom! <laughs> Her argument is that we live in a rape culture, which is true, but we also live in a racist culture, and we live in a classist culture, 
And you know, we still make, we jokes, make jokes about jokes that. Those things, yeah. And yeah. Like every time I walk out of here, I get raped by a black guy. So that. <laughs> Boom. Oh god. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. A How poor black guy. <laughs> yeah. A poor black guy. Yeah. That, that thing. Here's Goose without saying. <laughs> Is there another kind? <laughs> Sorry. Oh Sorry. We'll move oh, on to that man. from that, and we'll go to the uh, yeah. Play, play some song thingy. All yeah. right. We're gonna dip into the mail sack. Fuck yeah, we mail are. sack, mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. I wanna dip my hands in that mail sack. Do you know what he's saying? I never know what Dan's saying. Uh, yeah, that was great. Uh, I think he was saying, "I love it." Right. So first. Uh, by the way, if you have emails, send them to nooterpodcast at gmail.com. Look at how that discussion just shut down the Twitter feed. Like, we were getting... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no one's sorry. touching Nobody rape. cares about Patton. But no, it was Patton Oswalt. Oh, Patton oh, yeah, nobody Oswalt. cares about Patton. No, everybody's reading their article right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, Lou mentioned uh, her favorite... Oh, Eddie Izzard. Eddie Izzard. Eddie Izzard. Oh, oh, so good. I saw him yeah. live a few weeks ago. He was amazing. Yeah, at the... At, at Largo. Largo, that's yeah, right. Yeah, but he, was, he did it at both places. He did places. the... He did, uh, uh, the bowl, or uh, I saw him at the Hollywood Bowl. Or, yeah, like, he was yeah. at the bowl two years ago, or something. Or, the, or the Greek or the bowl. I think I don't know. Anyhow, it's a great show. Yeah, he's, he's, he's amazing. Um, I also like Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr is very funny. Yeah, even his though mom? He, um, mind. What do you know about his mom? I raped her. <laughs> oh gosh, his mind. I love the way his mind works. Yeah, he's lovely. All right, I think you're proving the point about <laughs> yeah. the rape jokes. <laughs> that was uh, that was metadata. Yeah, metadata. <laughs> <laughs> First letters from Steve, uh, who's at Wells Fargo in, he in San Antonio. He specifically requested you not to read uh, where, he where he works. Oh, he said that? Yeah. Oh. oh, well, I missed that one. Wells Fargo Bank. That's where I bank. Oh, my pin is, uh, he <laughs> says, my favorite screen father is Michael Rooker in Mallrats. He says everything to his daughter's boyfriend that I wish I could have said to my daughter's boyfriends. Um, but Gregory Peck is a fantastic answer. I, I assume that's in response to screen. As a discussion Others, from, yeah. while, uh, from while you were away. And he says, ah, ha, 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 that costumed idiot is a listener. Ha, 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 Best morning show moment ever. That was a filthy trap that was laid for us. Totally forgot about that. And then he goes on to plug some waterproof headphones that he he likes for working out. Was it Tyson? Was it Tyson that was the listener? No, it was, I think it was Christopher Brown, wasn't it? Was it Chris? Oh, wow. I missed that. Sorry. Um, And then he (laughs) (laughs) He says the most uncomfortable death scene to me is Jason Robards in Magnolia. He looks like he's in so much pain. You just want to overdose him yourself on liquid morphine. It's Mm. tragic. Um, Thank you, Steve. Tom Cruise's father in Magnolia, and he's on his deathbed. Philip Seymour Hoffman is the sympathetic nurse and Tom Cruise hates his dad and that's I why I just remember Tom Cruise sitting by his bedside trying really hard to cry yeah <laughs> while I was trying really hard to care <laughs> yeah. I uh, this next one's from Jenny uh, January at hey. one long long wrangler. long wrangler on the Twitter and she has a question for Emily oh, oh god man. why do I even show up anymore <laughs> yeah. fuck she writes um, cares. I just no, you don't care. <laughs> I didn't say. I thought that was. I didn't mean to say that out loud. Uh, I just realized Robert Picardo was in Last Stop with you. you. Oh yeah. 
Uh, I know that you're not. Or she knows that. I know that she's not into Trek, uh, but I'm a total Picardophile, and so I was hoping she could tell us what it was like working with him. And you can read this in the. Oh, I, she said I could read it in the nerd voice. Too late. Uh, big <laughs> shout out to. Yeah, this is my, my nerd voice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> His regular voice, you mean? And shout out to Yako for pointing out that Em and Picardo win this movie together. Have a great show, Merps. Thank you, Jenny. And go. I did not spend a single day with him on that set. I um I got I I was on set for about three weeks and then I left and then he moved in so I we were we were ships in the night I never got to work with him but he did uh, subsequently once I moved out to um, Los Angeles he became a friend of mine nice. and I can tell you that he is an, a fascinating amazing very talented cook and man and right. uh, was this the um, did he play the holographic he doctor? was the holographic yes. doctor oh, he was a very nice he was a very nice guy yeah, yeah we met him when we went to see um, Armin Shimmerman and uh, that's right that's Macbeth. right we had a double date yeah <laughs> um, he was a very nice guy yeah he's wonderful and a very good actor mm-hmm. uh, this next one's from Ash Williams hey guys I'm hoping to get some pointers about filmmaking oh shit I'm thinking of making a documentary about Paula Deen featuring the music of Jay Z I'm leaning towards the title <laughs> of nigga what Get <laughs> uh, comedy jail for that. Oh, that's just terrible, Ash. Uh, he says also tell Kevin to make Clerks three with puppets. Well, um, yeah, let's bring out bring out Kevin. Let's let's get him yeah, let's, yeah, let's get him on this. Yeah. Uh, they actually he does have some. Uh, there's some Muppet guys that came uh, to HBO at the Lovitz. Guys that make these Muppet incredible Muppets, and uh, they made. Uh, a uh, Kevin Smith and um, and, and a Bill Watson. Ralph Garman. Uh, oh, really? Wearing a shirt, yeah. Uh, for Hollywood Babylon, I, I have pictures somewhere. Wow. I'll post them. But and they nice. they, they used them really once? great. Yeah, they look really great. But they, they only little, used them once. Only once. Wow. Got to get we got to get some more uh, usage out of them. Make the make this clerks thing with. Muppets. Were they like like they were like sock muppets like like they were belt, actual belt muppets, muppets like they looked like them like Jim Henson would sue these guys if he saw them because That's they, awesome. they had the strings that, you know the little fucking string nice. dance hands that they did. That's <laughs> awesome. Kermit's dance or Grover's dance. I had this wonderful dream years ago that uh, Jim Henson was explaining to me why he called the Muppets and said, because it's a combination of puppet and marionette. I was like, oh, oh, so that's why you put the M in there. That's fascinating, Jim I don't think Henson. that was a dream. I think that was an interview. No, I dreamt it. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe I saw that interview and then dreamt it. And it made it into me. print. But, yeah. uh, made it and into then print. They made you it felt into the imprint of my mind. <laughs> and then you felt compelled to kill Jim Henson. Why did you kill Jim why? Henson? Why? He, he's afraid of doctors, man. That ain't my fault. Uh, oh, it was Craig. <laughs> it was Craig we insulted. Oh... Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> when I, I say that. we, I really mean Craig, Bill and Dan. I apologize. <laughs> the, the, James. That's, uh, <laughs> at DJ Power. Uh, DJ PO. Oh, Poe White Trash. Poe White Trash. Sorry. That wasn't me, Craig, if you get licensed with a gun. But, that, but so. if you saw the look on her face, she's just as guilty as the rest of us. <laughs> when, I, when I referred to his FUPA. <laughs> What's a FUPA? Uh, it's fat upper private area. Yeah. Um, so. His um, so there was a, f- a photo. It was, was a it was a lighting thing. It was I I, I realize that now it was a tr- light, trick of bad lighting. Angle, bad, yeah, angle. bad angle. Blame the photographer. There you go. Um, I look at this photo and I think of Super, which is now streaming on Netflix. That's people's homework. If you haven't seen Super, that it's streaming on Netflix. It's a great movie. Oh, about the uh, uh, it's with uh, is it a documentary? No, no, no. It's about um, uh, it was with Ellen Page and uh, Dwight Schrute. Um, <laughs> 
Oh my god, you look like an older version of her. Uh, <laughs> you look like an older, less employed version of Ellen Page. <laughs> it's a great. It's a really good movie. It's, <laughs> it's James Gunn wrote and directed it. He's doing Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Uh, I preferred it to um, to uh, what's that other superhero? Kick ass. Yes. Uh, yeah, I did not think much of Kick Ass. What do you think about Kick Ass Two? Then excited? Not really. I enjoyed Kick Ass. Uh, I mean, enjoyed I mean, it. All right. I enjoyed it. I like the comic book better. I mean, that is to say, I like the comic book better. <laughs> I prefer the original source material. All right. Next emails from Chris Brown in Saskatchewan. Hey guys, gal, and Marty. Hey. Why not? Why are? Why am I? What not a guy? Why, why do you have an individual personality? <laughs> Because I'm awesome. Thank you, Chris, for recognizing that. It's probably good to have Marty back from vacation, a.k.a. rehab, a.k.a. mime school, so that we can hopefully focus the dark energy on him as kind of snowballed on us last week. Ouch. Uh, Now we... Yes. (laughs) Now we uh, safely have Superman back as a franchise and obvious intentions to do a Justice League movie. Which characters would you like to see used? It is a fair assumption that... Mr. Mixaplex. That yes. it will include Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. So Apache Chief. Two or three open <laughs> slots in the lineup. Uh, and do you think all uh, the leads necessarily will uh, stand? Uh, will need standalone setups? My picks would be Flash, Martian Manhunter, and I'd love to see Green Arrow. Um, uh, he's my favorite comic hero, particularly the Kevin, the run Kevin started. But I'd fear it'd probably be Green Lantern. Cheers. Uh, Chris, and he ends it with hashtag something Cleveland. Uh, Ooh, fill in the blank. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fun game. Uh, thoughts about Justice League? I don't think that, you know, I think it would be really hard to do a Justice League movie because Marvel was really smart in laying down the, the groundworks for the Avengers. Yeah. You know, they, they, they created very successful franchises around it and then locked all these actors in to, to do this. And, yeah. Uh, to do the Avengers and Avengers was, was totally worked. I don't see Justice League working no. out as well. I think what they need to do aren't they develop, don't they have a TV show that's uh, that they're doing first? Oh, Justice are they? League. I, I thought they were. Well, Avengers I know that has a TV show. I th- yeah, Shield does. Anyway. Shield. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. wasn't it like at the end of Smallville? Like when when Smallville <laughs> ended. Oh, did they hint? Didn't at they stuff? do? They hinted at it because they showed a, a very marvelous. Um, they showed like the table, like this huge table with uh, all the different. Uh, what is the the? It's not the Justice League. It's their their the Hall of Justice. Oh, the uh, Legion of Doom. Legion of Doom. They showed Legion of Doom uh, characters sitting around the table. Did they show that that round uh, fortress coming out of the swamp. Yeah, the old cartoon. Oh, yeah, that's yeah great. I like the cartoon. Um, but they showed them sitting at the table, and I think that was like the lo- one of the last episodes. Somebody, Tyson or someone, correct me if I'm wrong. But at one of the last episodes of Smallville, they showed that. So I think they were kind of alluding to the the fact that they may produce an actual. Huh. And I think that would be the key if they're going to do it. Obviously, producing standalones is going to take forever. By the time they get to it, the, the fat will be over. So I think if they go TV production right. and then work into a... What if they did a Legion of Doom show instead of Screw the Heroes? Let's, let's, yeah, that's what I was yeah. Some interesting Thank three-dimensional you. villains for once. Yeah. It's very interesting. Bill is... Uh, he's kicked back in his chair, and he's holding the mic in his crotch. And <laughs> yes. he's, he's... It's on my thigh. He's rock-starring it, basically. It's on my thigh. Yes. And it's, it's, it's very cool. I'm cold chilling. How does it feel? 
Do you feel better this I way? Feel is this, at home. Is this the new you? I feel yeah. very comfortable. Very good. Just as long as you're not packing heat. Coming out of my shell. We, yeah. we got a metal detective Safety every time. Safety certified, yeah. <laughs> guys. Safety is the first word in the certification. Safety um, certified. Got it. Would you guys want to see a Justice League movie? There's a better question. I mean, I'm, I'm a dork, so yeah. I would... Anything that harkens back to my childhood, which right. I was more of a Marvel guy, but I don't mind... A, a superhero, you know, compilation, a bunch right. of them. Because I was a huge... Uh, I've said it before, Secret Wars yeah. fan. I think that just blew my mind. That's one that I don't. I don't think that can be ever made. Yeah, it's too. too many, there's too many. Too many too heroes, much. Yeah. It would be all CGI and it would <clears throat> suck balls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I was. Not, I was never a DC guy, and I find so many of those characters so corny. Yeah, but um, but just just to see just to see how they took on the challenge of having. Of, yeah, that's what I loved about the Avengers was finding a voice for each of these individual characters and then finding a personality for the team, meanwhile telling a compelling a story. story. Yeah, yeah I, I think you're going to have a harder time. As much money as, as Superman and Batman made, I think you're going to have a harder time selling Martian Manhunter, yeah. Red Tornado, Aquaman. and Aquaman, yeah. and even Wonder Woman to... Apache Chief! Right. Yeah, and then he grows big. Is yeah. that what right. it was? Yeah. To, uh, to a, a mainstream audience. Um, yeah. So Well, I, when I hear Martian Manhunter, I don't even know what that character... All He's I can so think cool. of is the, the, the Great Kazoo <laughs> from Flintstones. Yeah. Like, God, that was a weird plot line. <laughs> Isn't he vulnerable to fire? Isn't that his thing? Martian Manhunter? Uh, Martian Manhunter. I don't know. Anyhow, uh, good letter. Uh, I just don't know if... Um, if it's going to happen, I don't know if that's so. It'd be, I'm, 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 my answer to that is TV first, and then yeah. I think it, it would, could be a series. Yeah, that, yeah. that would be good. I saw Christopher. Speaking of the Dark Knight, I saw Christopher Nolan on the street yesterday. Just say hi. No, he had all his. He had like five kids with him, and they're all super weird looking. Yeah, he's got a <laughs> bunch of kids. Super weird looking. Yeah. Uh, this next letter is from uh, Jared. Morning, Murps. If you could travel back in time to any specific event and change what happened, what would it be? Thanks for again for the entertainment while I work. Jared, P.S. Fuck Cleveland. P.P.S. Today is my 28th birthday. P.P.P.S. Fuck Cleveland two times. Well, I would go back in time to the invention of the Fuck Cleveland hashtag wait. and prevent it. Happy birthday, Dan, to Jared. Um, ah. uh, yeah. That's a, a, a My first thought podcast it goes straight to stopping the rise of Hitler. Yeah, I think that's where everybody. My, I've, I've, is. We've had this question, I thought, before on the show, um, or falling in love with a girl that broke my heart. <laughs> mine was at very close to. The, oh, I'm going to give you a hug in a sec. I'll mine was very sack. close to stopping Whoa. Hitler, but uh, just going back to like every time he had a major, you know, uh, address to his Nazi buddies there when he was up on the thing doing the. Mm-hmm. I would just pop in a bam fin. That's a, yeah, we did talk about this because I said I would bam fin. Bitch slap the shit out of him and bamf back out and, le- and leave him there to go, the, what, what the fuck? Was is, was is, was is, was is fucking? <laughs> and just was the whole crowd, like the whole crowd going, ah, he just got bitch slapped by some fucking ghost guy or something. I'm trying really hard not to make a mind bamf joke. <laughs> Failed. With, with Failed. That right there. I think you just <laughs> did. You fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, Emily? Oh, I, uh... I, I, come back to me. Uh, all right. Oh, Emily, apparently a fan of Hitler. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we've you heard had, it. You heard it here first. <laughs> Emily loves Hitler. We've already, he's already been <laughs> bamf smacked. What else yeah. do you have to do? <laughs> um, I, I would probably do something really selfish, like you know, whatever. Get get some, you know, 
have sex earlier in my life or something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Something, <laughs> something really, selfish. Something really you know, something like introspective. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something very... I'd get the winning lotto numbers for the Powerball. Oh. Oh, you would go the, uh, uh, what's his name from Back to the Future? Uh, Biff. Oh, Biff. Biff. I'd totally Biff it. You'd Biff it. Uh, I'd wish for 50 more wishes. Unlimited wishes. That's what I want. <laughs> uh, so now it's you, Emily. Uh, no, I'd probably do something really selfish, too. Yeah. Uh, improve my own t- history. <laughs> right. You would go back in time and publish the Gremlins theme song before Gremlins before came out. <laughs> Fuck you, Joe Dante. That's my fucking song. <laughs> Emily, it's really, really selfish. I might have gone back in time and not, not have played drank the Sims. this much coffee. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right. like, not played The Sims so that you could have rattling in my a skull. career yes. as an author. Yeah, not have started the fucking Sims. What happened to your novel from 13 years old. Sit, Can we do dramatic readings next sit, week of, yeah. your, of passages oh, of your novel? Yeah, you'd love it. It's about uh, 1920s Saratoga, New York. No, wait, you like 1920s uh, Period. Los Angeles. I like 1920s. Oh. I like yeah. 1920s, too. I think I was... Uh, actually, well, I think what I did was you 1940s. What did you know about 1920s Saratoga, New I York? I researched. I spent a lot of time in the library. Yeah. And have you ever been? To 1920s New York? To, to, no, Saratoga. <laughs> you can no. you can do that via the, via the mail sack. That could be your wish. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, Go back in time and bring authenticity to your yeah. debut novel. Mm-hmm. You should. Have you read it since? Have I read my novel since recently? Then? No. Uh-uh. When you say novel, how many pages? Two <sighs> hundred. Jesus. Uh, are you scared to read it? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I think we we should bring it in. <laughs> that would be awesome. Would you rather we, I bring that in or set up a Call of Cthulhu campaign? Call of Cthulhu. Okay. Call of Cthulhu. This next one is a uh, is a audio letter from our friend Darren Husted oh, in nice. Amsterdam. All right, he's taking the show over. I know. Yeah. It's welcome he's to the like Darren the... Husted show. And uh, while you get that ready, welcome back, Marty. Good morning, Bill. Hey, Emily, DJ James, yes. and whomever may pop by. A survey in a paper that I read yesterday listed the five rock stars that people would most want in a supergroup. They were Brian May on guitar, Elton John on piano, Freddie Mercury on vocals, Paul McCartney on bass, and Phil Collins on drums. So the question is, who would you put into a supergroup? None of those fuckers. Regards, Darren from Wolverhampton. (laughs) P.S. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. Thank you for a great question. Yeah, basically, Jesus, basically that'd be a is, shitty super. Basically, this is the question of how can I make Bill have a shit fit? Yeah. I thought he said, how, what, what pop stars would you like in a Subaru? <laughs> <laughs> Off a cliff. All of them, all, all those guys. Absolutely belong in a Subaru. <laughs> Bill, Bill Collins at the wheel. Stand, uh. I stand by Freddie Mercury. I mean, yeah. I might that trade guy. him out for Mike Patton. Who am I kidding? I totally trade out anyone for yeah. Mike Patton. But. Brian May is a great guitarist, but you don't want. It's, well, I mean, what is your opinion about supergroups? Um, I'm a big Night Ranger fan. Yeah, big I'll, I'll fan. follow Damn Yankees to hell and back. Uh huh. Yep. And you you have all of Asia's albums. <laughs> they made more than one. Uh, I think they did. Sure, they made like four. Something like that. Four albums. Wow. Uh, no, supergroups generally don't don't work, but it is fun to talk about. I will say Paul McCartney is a very inventive bass player, not just in terms of the, the melody he brought to the bass, but he also uh, was using distortion and other... Yeah. He's very clever with his, his use of sound uh, on the bass, and, and in the mix, it's really high. But if you're going to take Paul McCartney over James fucking Jamerson, yeah. come on, or Brick Danko from the band, and yeah. Phil Collins, everyone says he's a great drummer. Everything about Phil Collins, including his beats, is fucking boring. 
He's not interesting. And out of all the drummers out there, to say Phil Connolly, yeah. come I would on. take the, the one-armed guy from fucking... Dev Leppard? <laughs> Dev Leppard. Just to keep it interesting? Just to keep it interesting. I, Don Henley vocals. Hmm. I don't know. For me, that I, I like Don Henley. I don't, I don't think the Eagles. Um, I Let's say drums. I mean, who? who uh, Clyde Stubblefield. Oh, the funky drummer Clyde, from James the funky Brown, drummer. the most sampled, the most sampled drum beat of all ever. time. Yeah, the funky drummer. Phil fucking Con- fuck, fuck you, Darren. <laughs> no, 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 no. That wasn't Darren. No, Darren, we love you. Please, uh, shit, Darren, oh, watch out, it? watch. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh damn shit, it, Darren Tuck. No. Um, what else was it? The guitar, ah, guitar. That's hmm. I don't have to think about that. Jimi one. Hendrix, if he was alive, are yeah. he dead or alive? Hendrix, right? Alive, it has to be alive. Okay, have to be. Okay. It has to well, be alive. That would really? not be oh, well, very okay. Good. I guess Freddie Mercury is not alive, so right. yeah, dead so or alive. Dead or alive. There you go. I was going to um, say that, that would be a very uninteresting <laughs> guitar solo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Freddie, yeah, Freddie Mercury is a brilliant vocalist. I mean, yeah. taking him back in his day during the Faces, uh, Rod Stewart is one of my favorite voices. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, and he's... Oh, but fucking Sam Cooke? Or, uh... No, he, yeah, it was just a bunch of white English people. This is the shittiest supergroup I ever heard. Well, but, uh, what about <laughs> Sam Cooke or, or Wilson Pickett? Wicked uh, Wilson Pickett? But I want rock and roll. We're, this is like... I want rock and roll. Well, then you gotta have uh, Chuck Berry in there. He invented it. Mm. Uh, there you <laughs> Apparently. go. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, um... You know, there's a supergroup out of uh, Ohio called Drummer. Mm-hmm. And it was started by Patrick... Carney, who's the drummer the for Black the, Keys. the Black Keys. One and of the drummers in that band is one of the bookers, the music bookers at my brother's bar, the Happy Dog. Oh. Nice. Well, the funny thing is it, it's, con- it consists of five drummers from other bands, and they, yep. they got together, and, they, and it's... So it's a drum circle? What? No, no, no. They all play. They all play instruments. Oh, okay. You know? I was gonna say it's the all drum super band. Yeah, that's a. They do that on Venice Beach, right? So you can you can go see that today. So like they, they you know, the they first all play called instruments. Hacky Sack? Yeah. Um, no, it's not a drum circle, it's but an L.A. thing, guys. You got to come here to understand what the fuck. We're uh, I hate about. Venice Beach. Don't get me started about Venice Beach. But how would you like to be in that band and you're like the guy stuck playing drums? Like, oh, I did this in my other band. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, a chance to spread my wings. And what? Oh, you want, oh the drums? All right. Oh, oh, fuck. fuck. <laughs> uh, Frankie Muniz, I would get on drums, um, you know, because he's now a, a professional drummer. Oh, get the guy from uh, California. Oh, yeah, California. Jason. Jason Schwartzman. Schwartzman. I opened for that mm-hmm. band, actually, in Cleveland. And nice. Schwartzman was a great drummer. Really commanded the stage and just pounded it out. He's a really good drummer. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'd get Garth from uh, 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 Garth from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Garth, <laughs> Garth from Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Dana Carvey. He's Dana a badass. Carvey's a badass drummer. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he's he tight. Yeah. What about a guitarist? Name a guitarist. I haven't, I haven't thought. Keanu I mean, Reeves. Keanu. I believe Keanu Reeves. He's a bass player. Wild oh, Stallion. Bass player. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, I mean, Hendrix is Hendrix is a brilliant choice because of his his just sheer Hugh originality. Hugh on the keys. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Elton John on the keys. So this is a true super group. Then. Yeah. Get, get get Jerry Lee Lewis on the keys, man. Oh, okay, Chris man. Brown, fire it up, fire yeah. it up. Chris yeah. Brown says Nick Cave and uh, Maja Iverson. Uh, what about right? some girls on vocals? What about any females? They're not good at anything. McCartney on bass, Nick uh, Jones oh, and Matt Bellamy yeah. guitar, Dave Grohl drums. Dave Grohl drums. Who would be the ideal back. groupies? Yeah, Dave Grohl, Dave Grohl on drums would be great. Yeah. Are you a Matt Bellamy fan from Muse? No, you don't like Muse. No, you don't like days. anything new. How about Prince on anything left over? Oh, there, there you go. can play fucking every instrument. Why not just, instrument. just, it should just, just be him? Just Prince. Let's There's just your Prince making a new fucking super group. The one man band. Yeah. This guy. He's got a kazoo out of one mouth and a truck. 
trumpet on the other side of her mouth. Awesome. There's your fucking super group, Darren. Super group. Prince. Prince super group. <laughs> All right. The best that ever lived, I tell you. <laughs> that is the, the mail sack. So let's close it up the mail sack. All right. Ooh, is that a new uh, wraparound theme song? That's just yeah. closing that's the mail sack. That's me. We're closing up the mail sack and the mail sack. That's me ripping off Comedy Bang Bang. All right. So the here's the the uh, homework is watch Super. And the American astronaut. And the American astronaut. And big man in a big it, suit. Big man, it? little China. Big man. No, what big is man, it? Big man, Japan. Big man, Fat man, little suit. I just. Oh my God! Big yeah, man, Japan <laughs> meets. Uh, 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 oh God! The, Why are you looking at me? The fucking. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? That's uh, so you. Oh, you. Go, go back to Albuquerque, white trash. Come on. I can dish it out too. Um. Uh. Big Trouble in Little China. I just mashed oh, them both big up. Trouble. Oh, I just yeah. yeah. China, Japan, same difference. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that's that's one of my favorite movies. Um, so that's your homework. What you guys got going this week, Emily? Oh, what I got going this week? Uh, oh, I work all day and then I'm in rehearsals all night. For what? Uh, for another for another Theatricum Botanicum production. And where is it going to be put up? Theatricum Botanicum. <laughs> is that out in um, Hippieville? Topanga. Topanga. Yeah. I might come and see that. Okay. Are we invited out in Topanga? Are we invited to see it? I'm sure. When it when it and it's the same so, artist who's it's gonna be wild. Shakespeare. Yeah. Wait, no. It, no, wait, it's no, not what, Shakespeare. What's the show? <laughs> it's called Merlin, and it's done. It's about Merlin, and it's written by the woman who owns the theater, Ellen Gear. And do you play Morgana? No, I play Nemu. Mor- Morgan Le Fay? <laughs> I play Nemu, who's the lady in the lake. Uh, it's going to be awesome! Her arm, so are you like her arm clad and shimmering satin in your upper play, right arm? It's a play, <laughs> Bill, so there's, a, there's no uh, screen at all. I, I didn't say off I stage. was totally geeking no, you out. Said screen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a shimmering Samite. Her arm yeah, clad and shimmering Samite. Anybody? Anybody? I don't know what the fuck you talking about. It's, oh, God. Monty Python, the Holy Grail. That's your yes. fucking homework. There's your homework. Uh, I don't need to see that again. Yeah. Well, you should have known that then. Uh, and is it a good show? Oh, I, it's never been done before. <laughs> <laughs> the mere thought Emily of it brings a yawn. Herself. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> She's selling it. Bored uh, by my own body of work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not. It's never been put up before. We've never even rehearsed the first page. So I mean, I imagine it'll be watchable. Have you read it? <laughs> yeah, I've read it. It's wild. It's wild. It's crazy. And that—that's a promise. Is there going to be special effects? Yes, there are. <laughs> There's going to be someone in a crow suit. <laughs> crow suit. A James Crow suit. I believe. Ah, <laughs> bring it all back. <laughs> and uh, James, what's going on in the breaks? The breaks. I—I uh, I took a little hiatus because I've, as I was telling you off the air earlier, that I've been working on this uh, vodcast studio at the uh, Lovitz. We're almost done with it. I actually did a live uh, episode yesterday. And, and I'm getting back in the rhythm of things as far as doing the breaks and, and my other show, uh, Soul Sunday. But I'll be back doing live stuff soon. I, I, I'm almost done with this studio. It's just been hell. I mean, it's really taken my all my time. So. Right. But, it's, I mean, it's the physical part. The walls are built. It's just putting together yeah, it's everything. Just, when I say building it out, I mean putting all the equipment, getting all the equipment, uh, procuring it. And, and, and you're going to do the, the breaks out of there? Um, you know what? I've been asked to do that, but um, 
I like the, this environment for the breaks because it keeps it very, uh, you know, intimate. relaxed and intimate. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm actually going to be developing uh, new shows for specifically for the network, tailored for the network. Oh, cool. There's some really cool stuff. So uh, keep, we'll keep your ears open. Keep your ears open. I'll let you know when it's ready. And uh, what's the name of the, the network? Uh, it is the John Lovitz Vodcast Network because we're going to be doing video and audio. So, and what's nice. the name of his podcast? Lovitz or Leave It. <laughs> He's actually doing the first one uh, live at the Lovitz n- this uh, Friday or Saturday. Uh, what a great show! Um, yeah, you can go online though at the John Lovitz Comedy Club dot com. Awesome. Uh, he's doing the first one with Dana Carvey. And are you going to produce nice. it? Yeah, uh, that one I'm not. I'll probably board op that one. So uh-huh. I'll probably be boarding, oh, nice. man- manning the boards. Boarding, boarding man. man. Yeah. All right. So. And Bill, who are you shooting this week? Uh, I don't get my safety certificate until July, so you all are safe. Okay. Um, right. I got my first surf lesson tomorrow morning. My first German. Lesson on Thursday. Uh, doing some ADR for the pilot. We get picture lock in the next uh, 24 hours, and I'm doing some ADR for the pilot that I shot earlier this year. And um, you already shot a pilot. Uh, shot him dead. <laughs> shot him dead. Son of a bitch. And uh, then this weekend, I'm actually shooting a, a period piece in uh, in an old hotel downtown. That sounds nice. Awesome. What is what is it? It's like a creepy sort of psychological ghost story where there's these these energies in the hotel from the past that are corrupting the people who are staying in it now. Oh, nice. And I get I like to that. I get to turn a nice innocent woman into a turn of the century prostitute. And is it a feature? Uh, it's a it's a I believe it's a web series, it's a short short form series. Oh, neat. Nice. Cool. I just met the director yesterday to to discuss to talk shop. And is it pay? It does. Nice. So you're not unemployed. You're at a working. No, Emily actor. is. <laughs> no, she's employed. Yeah, I'm employed. I'm really. <laughs> <laughs> she's the lady of the lake. Yeah. Uh, all right. <coughs> and Marty. I got nothing. I, I my life is just, just a mess. <laughs> Yay! Marty brings it down. Yay! Not my fault. It wasn't Yay. my fault this time. All right. We I will think, s- oh, I think we need to go out before we see you next Tuesday. Well, we can go ahead and tag it with the clothes, but uh, I'm, I want to go out on the. Uh, we talked about this a little earlier. Okay. Uh, it's the skeet surfing uh, scene right. from Top Secret. All Check right. Up, so man. we're going to end with that, and we yep. will skeet see surfing. you next Tuesday. Yes. All right. If everybody had a 12 gauge and a support too, you see him shooting and serving. And it's so neat shooting ski while you're riding on the heavies all day. First wave, don't get a size, but second wave, don't get a size, third wave, don't get a size. Waxing down our surfboards and loading up our tracks. Tell the teacher we're shooting, we're ready for something bad. Chevy for when the surf and the black is heavy And we'll have fun with the guns Till our life that takes our ammo away First wave, don't put a size Second wave, don't put a size Third wave, don't put a size First wave, get on the dash Second wave, pull on the strap
This has been a production of Smodcast Internet Radio.